brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to Spotlight, the official podcast of Grapple. I'm Benno. I'm JP. And I'm Matty. It's a Matty show, everyone. Hi, Matty. How are you, mate? Hello, boys. We all good, yeah? Yeah, good to have you on, mate. You're part of the family now. You know, you're in the Grapple FPL League. You're chatting roast dinners with us in pre-shows. I think it's uh, not I mean, more official than groups. that. And I, I thought my family groups were bad for the notifications. <laughs> yeah, the group chat is just like... <laughs> relentless what's the start then Saturday afternoons with the footies on me forget about it I'm, I'm permanently <laughs> you behind you can't tag you want you can you sign the to someone and it's like five messages down you're yeah. like oh I forgot what he said <laughs> I can't like, I don't know that? where I don't know where the jumping in point is I'll be brutally yes. frank with you, you just feel I, love like, it I, I do love it I love seeing all of the stuff that's on there and all of the various sort of reactions to Man U based stuff, and even the game tonight at time of recording, Liverpool drawing one oh, one. Um, yeah, no good that, but it helped anyway. Yeah, it is, mate. It's good it for is. the fancy football. That's, you've learned it now. You're part good. of you're one of us now. You spent all those years making fun of me for not, not caring about footy, only caring about <laughs> the fancy football team. We've indoctrinated you now. You're on the on the Grapple FPL <laughs> league. You know, we're going to get you on the Grapple FPL show, which we uh, we launched last week. You know, we oh, yeah. That- I'll be sparingly on that one, though, Ben, because you know, <laughs> it, all you uh, experts don't genuinely like when we done that draft. It was like listening to you guys being serious here for a minute, going on about it was proper eye opening and how like serious and how much he's into it. I loved it, loved every minute of that. Like I could listen, especially Bashir, Chris. There, oh, it was like a different. He was so knowledgeable. I love how you call like, Chris Bashir. <laughs> 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 But it's like he was. I could honestly have sat there and listened to him for like three hours and wouldn't have got bored about it. <laughs> Genuinely, like. But no, it's um, he's our stato on this uh, this new FPL yeah, venture. If anyone didn't see it, we launched, we launched that uh, last Thursday. Twitch.tv slash Grapple FPL. Uh, there's a, uh, yeah. an audio uh, feed out there as well. You should now be able to search for it on, on iTunes or, or whatever. But if not, check my uh, my tweets and you can get the link. I'm keeping it separate from like the main Grapple feed, the uh, the FPL yeah. stuff. But yeah, Chris is like my uh, he's my uh, inside track. He's like me, just watch a minute of actual football, but he knows his <laughs> stuff, does Mr. Crystal and I, when it comes to that. I'm yeah. shocked at that. I thought mm. he was an actual, like, footy guy. Like, he is. He goes to games yeah. and stuff. He's like, a, like, he loves his sports, isn't he? Like, yeah. I mean, it's... it's See, like, the yeah, like pretty much most of them. I mean, I'm one of those types of people as well, where it's like all of those kind of sports on the go and the rest of it. But it was like sitting under the learning tree. With so early lads, early lads stuff, JP, under the well, I mean, my only thing that I'd say for the FPL stuff, I mean, hey, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, you know, saying on the pre-show, I'm, I'm worried that my brother's ahead of me. There's like a rivalry that I wasn't expecting to rekindle in my forties. <laughs> um, but to, because when I was on the phone to him yesterday, 
he's been keeping an eye on. He's like, oh yeah, the, I was in there before the Harlan price rise went in. I went, mm. I went, you're not meant to know. I was like, I think myself, you're not meant to know about that shit. Not happy. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> obviously, the, and the boy has started off the season well as well. So like, he's, he, it's, it's all fun and games, mate. It's going to get very lively from here on out. Unless you're Andy, of course, and then you've played your wild card and your free hit in the first month, <laughs> or three weeks of the Tactics. game, which is incredible. Yeah. Did I get the in there then? I think you did. I was going to ask you, do you understand how it works yet, or are you just, are you just throwing the no, I understand. The place? <laughs> no, I, I'm learning each week, but I don't understand the point. Mm. Like, if you score... You know, and all these bonus points. I don't get all them. Like, I just wait for you to tell me that. I don't know how that works. It'll all, it'll all make sense eventually. It'll all come together. Just you, you watch your games with a different eye now. Like tonight in the draft league, I was cheering on uh, Liverpool, but only Diaz, and uh, it did actually turn out quite well for me tonight. Yeah. So I think I've, uh, Mate, you were an Everton season ticket holder. You should was, hang your head in shame for that statement. That's as we found out in the pre-show more recently than Matty went to the Liverpool games. So you know, I mean, I'm just saying that's uh, <laughs> that's out there as well. You know, if you want to. Oh, I bet you went to one. I bet you. Yeah. You should have a season mm. ticket or not. I had seen them for three years, yeah. What years were they? Moise? Two thousand, yeah, like two thousand nine, so about two thousand twelve, something like that. All right, yeah, fair enough then. I'll, I'll be off to the Arsenal Fulham game in a couple of weeks. So hopefully, uh, Tony Khan will be there as well. <laughs> you can have a win. <laughs> yeah. It must be a bittersweet start to the season. That's slipping. That's slipping through the net. That, by the way, like this news story about like Tony Khan having like you know he's promoted all these executives to do all these different roles backstage. Or he's he's listening to the people. No, he's not. He's just going to be distracted with Fulham for the next eighteen weeks right. until the Christmas break. That's exactly what yeah. it. And the NFL season starts yeah, in like the weeks. World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Like, the World Cup comes up. Yeah, that's he, what it is. Do you reckon he shined Shane Duffy in a kind of Satnam Singh style deal? He thought, <laughs> he's a unit of a man here. You could work him as like an enforcer. Yeah. They're getting yeah, William in, aren't they, JP? They're getting William now, apparently. Mate, a, well, absolute waste of money. Like, I mean, he's I used to love been at two clubs where his contract's been cancelled. Would you know he down tools? For yeah, us. yeah. When he left Chelsea, yeah, definitely. they fucking hate him. Those Fulham fans, though. Like, yeah, like I did the like because because during yeah. the, uh, the, the it was the opening game last weekend. Like, um, I think it was was it BT or Sky? I think it was BT giving uh, giving him grief for not being answerable to questions about how he wouldn't speak on, on yeah, air. Would he? There were or kids tickets going for seventy quid, <laughs> yeah. and adults for like over a hundred, and like they were yeah. And we should have started to ask him a question about Mid South, and then well, he was like, we reached out to Tony Khan, and he didn't get back to us. So I tweeted about it, just saying it. It just happened, and my comments were just full of like angry Fulham fans who hate his fucking guts. Because I understand that he's just some rando rich American who doesn't really understand that. Like he understands less about footy than I think I do. And he's just, but he still thinks he knows it all, and he's still tweeting through it. And he he's still the same Tony Khan. But if you take him out of the wrestling bubble and put him in the footy bubble, I imagine the American football bubble's the same. They can't stand him. <laughs> It's, it's going to happen. At some point, we're getting another Carragher rant. Yeah. Yeah, at one point during the season, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it'll be You'll like... You'll see him on Sky. You'll be on Sky at one point, Carl. Concerned Carragher. with Federation wrestling or something like that is what, <laughs> what I was that saying, and he'll kick off. I was going to say, is he a Croat, JP? <laughs> <laughs> he is. <laughs> I was I was I was straying in a dangerous turn there as well. You have number now, miss. Do... You just need to get going. Oh, yeah. I know, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't too bad to be with all honesty, but it, it drifted very quickly. Give me give me time, mate. I'll get to yeah. work on it. On solid weekend in Liverpool, and I reckon I could I could I get that accent nailed. 
It's come yeah, um, full full circle because some of the comments I've been getting were from wrestling fans going, "Oh, you know, you should you, you should tell the Fulham fans about the um, Tony Khan Wanks Dog stuff." That all right? I was like, "That's where it started. We copied them. Like, there was yeah. a flag at a game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't us." <laughs> we categorically state for the record it was started by Fulham fans, <laughs> yeah, yes. and not by us. He's not a popular man. Like it's it, it, it's very it's succession in it, JP. It's like you know he's the rich business owner's son who's been given a fucking a job. But like you've got the same thing at Arsenal, haven't you? With that executive, like whoever's Josh Crumb. Yeah, he's like yeah. when you watch that Amazon documentary, like he comes across yeah. the same way. He's just like rich billionaire's son who you can't give him a real job. Ah, he can run the football club. He'll be fine. Like that's just Tony Khan's life. He's a big fucking kid, isn't he? JP. He- Mm. Did they can't get rid of the Michael Jackson statue, or did he keep that one? Oh, I think he it? got rid of that. There oh, was did that. he get rid of it? Did he? There's, there's, uh, there's the Al Fired one as well. The, ah, there's two statues yeah. there yeah. as well. And he got rid of them. <laughs> there should have been one of Princess Diana now in hindsight. Oh, really, no. well. Come on, like you know, he never let that go, did he? Mohammed Al Fired. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Never did. Memorable day, you know. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was. But, like, he's built that stadium now. Like, he's finished it off, and it looks very nice. I mean, I don't know. They might have been loving him if if Alexander hadn't missed that penalty hmm. on a... And had it saved on Saturday. You'd be talking, you know, four points out of two games. Fulham looking pretty decent, you know. What was it? Yeah, they drew against Wolves nil-nil. Yeah, there were... There'll be a... A Mitro and Miro selfie before you know it. You know that's going to be one of of our shows at some point. There'll be a picture of them with Tony with his arm around them both. It's coming. Hugging hugging them all? Just think. (laughs) Next July, like, they're running Craven Cottage. Yeah. He's there. Unless he's been sold. Like, Mm. if you've had, like, some monster season and he's about to go, he'll be there front row involved in an angle. (laughs) <laughs> Probably does a thumbs up with Orange Cassidy, and he puts big sunglasses on. Oh, imagine Mitchell him doing the well. press because we were told last week when JP Big Breakfast is apparently back, or they did like a special. It is back. It's back on Saturday. Yeah, it's I on later than Sunday I brunch. Wow. I missed all that, and I, I, it's the nostalgia boys again. It's it's never ended, isn't it? In this world, Bello. it's like times. It, we have we have to have this one day. Probably it's it's a brick wall. Life hasn't it. The world just hits a wall, and it can't move on. It just yeah, can't evolve. <laughs> It's fucking hell. It's not even like breakfast time and stuff. Yeah, like, what's the fucking point? It's ten Sunday brunch starts at nine. Like I yeah. was, I watched about twenty minutes of it. And they were kept on cutting to these people in Dudley who looked like they were sat in a garage cheering while they were eating some spicy chili sausages. <laughs> really wasn't. Like, I thought this is. I wanted to go in a words direction, but that's not happening at ten a.m. Groundbreaking telly then. Did you see um, <laughs> Mr. Blobby had a match this week? But this is not just like a bloke in a Mr. Blobby suit. This was actual Mr. Blobby of actual, was it though? It, really? Apparently, really? apparently it was. There, yeah, that's the uh, or whoever played. I don't know if he changed. If there's a different person in the suit now, but it was the official one. It must anyway. be old, Go mate. Match. Yeah, Dude, well, not even in his sixties. Well, yeah, mate, um, Ian Andrew uh, Dice Clay on Twitter posted some images of like Mister Blobby. Like I think he'd done some stuff with British wrestlers in the eighties. He worked. He yeah. had like a, a fake match with Scott Hall on like I think it was oh, live and kicking. Was that live and kicking, yeah. and kicking yeah. one? When, when Scott Hall yeah. turned up half wasted in his entire gear for some reason, that one all <laughs> over Emma who, who were hosting it at the time. I can't yeah. remember the name. Emma, the Irish girl was it Emma Sutton? Yeah, the name. Yeah. She 
Yeah, anyone can tell me in the chat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sean, I remember Sean Michaels being on like the maybe the year before or maybe two years before that and the presenters being uh, being big fans of him. He's a good-looking lad, you know, in that situation. But was he showing with up at the time, Michaels? He was, yeah, compared to Scott Hall, mate, he was a Boy Scout. Like, Scott Hall had been... That was the thing. Was, I remember reading that in Power Slam, Pim Martin saying, yeah, apparently Scott Hall had been out on the piss the entire night the night before and then he just turned yeah. up at the live and kick and studio. Absolutely. Yeah. And no one yeah. questioned Do you remember it. Michaels was on uh, Sky Sports before a game in the 90s in the Prem? Have you seen mm, that I one? Didn't at the time. It's only you saw Matt Blackburn. Blackburn, yeah. Big fan of the Rovers. Someone on a cue card just tell them what to say. He looked at at Shearer and Sutton as an early template for DX. That's what he thought, (laughs) didn't he? He just thought that's... that's I thought you meant for God God, God, to be. Good old uh, days. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, maybe that'll happen when uh, when AEW come to town. They'll uh, they'll get some of the uh, the last time we get programming. Uh, don't know how we ended up on that, but uh, <laughs> I was going to say Liam wants to do that podcast with you at some point, uh, Matty, where we talk about uh, re- re- the uh, I don't know the different like nostalgia things and the uh, you know the time as a concept. I think that'll be a oh. uh, a Patreon podcast. We'll do one. Day, it's a big subject for us to tackle. Time as a what, concept. Do you, know, do you know what it'll be though. But you know what it'll be? It'll be like, we're talking about nostalgia, but it'll be a modern thing because that'll literally have to be like about six hours into the trilogy of like two hours that, because that'll just be like, <laughs> it'll be like just a film now. Everything gets explained into like 10 fucking trilogies of films. Just, yeah. <laughs> what happens to the old 90 minutes? Get it? All in in ninety fucking minutes. You say this on grapple anyway, spotlight, yeah. by the way, mate. People are looking at the no, no. time right now. Going, what the fuck? <laughs> we well, we you talk for longer about the shows that we actually were actually the money's worth. <laughs> Well, on that we will, like I say, we'll be having. I was surprised Liam didn't pick this for his King of the Mountain pick, but we are doing a King of the Mountain show with him. And I was going to ask mm. the patrons in the chat if they had any suggestions for us because we're going to have you. It's Matty week this week. You've got we got you back on, mate, to do the. Uh, it's top five uh, celebrities in wrestling. Uh, yeah. Liam wants to uh, to do with us, so we're going to be recording that uh, tomorrow. It was got, going to be tonight, but we had to switch things around. But um, yeah, we, we need like a good off-topic top five we can do for that show. I wonder if we got any suggestions, and uh, you can think of Matty. I know you want to do what was it top five Dipset members with uh, with Liam at some point. But that might that. be a bit niche for everyone. But um, <laughs> that won't be the main one. That would just be like that'll be, fi- that'll be just five minutes, just just in and out. But, have um, we done top? Have we done top five crisps yet? I think yeah, we have. Mate, I think we, we must have. We surely will have done that. You'd have thought so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think we have. But we have. have you just got without giving nothing away? Your have you got any absolutely top five? Certainty saying that yes. Yeah, you yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Top five items on a roast. Maybe we could do that. You know, start with mushy peas. I think we've had something yeah. similar. We've had that. I think we've had something similar about vegetables. I'm pretty sure we have. <laughs> that could be one. Stuff not allowed on a roast dinner. We've had that too. Oh, I do. <laughs> Sweet potatoes. Di- diabetic special, this one, isn't it? Oh, it, it always, it's always, it's always got to be a diabetic special, JP. Don't <laughs> you have, sugar allowed. have you got any there, Matt? Have you got any you could uh, throw out there that we could possibly do? And you've been think you've been dying to do. Um, we did soft drinks, didn't we? We've done soft drinks, yeah. Um, kids TV shows, how about something like that? Top five kids TV shows, that could be one. That's not bad. That's mm. not a bad shout, that. Sitcoms, mm. with the Black Adder theme we had, maybe sitcoms, English, then American, something like that. Maybe yeah, something. that could be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe just British we'll be, sitcoms, yeah, and we could see what happens. Do yeah. British first up, yeah. Because yeah. that was on Lab Bible today, that's the one going around on Twitter so today, that, where it's like, yeah, so maybe, so, maybe British sitcoms. Because, like um, 
I think that could be a bit diverse. Everyone's opinions there, like you know what I mean. On sitcoms. But, yeah, I think it might be. Yeah. If you, yeah. There'll be some real <laughs> like neat. You can get some real niche off. There was like one, two series tops. Like it's yeah. not the idea like a lot of American ones where there's at least there's this kind of epic amount of episodes of them. Like, Do you remember the um, the one off? I think it, I'm sure it pretty much only got one season with Reg Holdsworth in JP Hardware. Do you remember that one? No, Reg Holdsworth out of college. Hardware set like a fucking DIY show. Or <laughs> that couldn't have got more mate. than one season. That made it cut it off. <laughs> He's just playing Reg Holdsworth. I want to in a DIY shop. My brother had a T-shirt of him. In the early nineties, he just Reg Holdsworth basing it, and he was Ken lifting Sutton. up his glasses. Oh, yeah, I can't remember his name. You know, Ken Sutton, but he was a legend, wasn't he? <laughs> I was, I, I was kind of because I was more EastEnders. I'd be more like all about Frank Butcher. That top point. five EastEnders characters. There you go. That could be one. Simon said top Ooh, five Aldi top. purchases. Soap characters would be a good one, Jay. Good one, that soap characters in general. Soap characters would be fucking brilliant. Jimmy Corkill. Wow. Gotta be up there, mate. Cool, cool, you don't know cool, context, Jimmy on Twitter, lads. You know that one? Oh, Please follow it. No context, Jimmy Corkill. Just honestly, you'll never regret it. Everyone listening, go and follow that on Twitter. It's See, the greatest Twitter page going. If I can throw this out to um, your local promotion, and I'm, I would love to be there as well for the GCW show um, in September, Jimmy Corkill is exactly the kind of bloke you need to be getting on one of your big special shows. <laughs> Exactly the kind of bloke because it will sell out, wouldn't it? If he does barely any promotion, like just local radio or anything else along those lines, he's got Jimmy Cork, he'll turn up at the wrestling. Right, I see. Literally did that, but they didn't advertise him. That was their mistake. Well, they kind of half yeah. advertised him. Yeah, they oh, the first ICW show in Liverpool. They had, I think it was Grado was going around Brookside Close looking for like I think it was Jimmy Corgill looking for Jeff. Oh, Paddy Grant or someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the yeah. show, yeah, at the show, the music. I think it was. Uh, oh, what was the, what was his name? I can't remember the, the bloke's name. It was uh, Jackie. It's not Jackie Polo, is it? Somebody Polo on the on ICW has got a name like that. And he was on a. He was like cutting a promo on the crowd. Yeah, or there is. Like that. And then, like, the, the Brookside music hit, and I'll give Jimmy Corkill to the loudest pop I've ever seen. It That's amazing. That is fucking amazing. <laughs> it made the, the echo and everything. It, it was big news. <laughs> Can you imagine that? The heels are doing like a beatdown of mm. like your baby face. And the music. The baby is. faces. And he just does that, like, dun, dun, Jackie dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> He runs in. Mick Johnson uh, over the railing. Uh, like, uh, yeah. Can you imagine that? Corkill delivering some punches, turns around, and um, <laughs> like Mick Johnson with just like a Dusty Rhodes elbow to the head. Wait, everyone leaves happy. Oh, oh, mate. Jackie Polo. Yeah, that was it. Chris Elliott says, yeah, yeah, top five Aldi middle aisle items could be. Uh, yeah. they, always say, they always sell like tents or something. Like, how does it fit in their middle <laughs> aisles? It's like compact into like a cube and it's like a big tent. It's just crazy. It's, top five middle aisles. Feuds, that's another one. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. That's <laughs> a very, that. very good one. That's, well, a rest- that's a wrestling question for a, oh, a tent. It's really, it, you're describing a feud in soaps. You're talking. It starts and ends with John Stape. His whole running, Cory. It, it, it ends and started that. Carrying on with Rosie to going into serial killing when the tram happened, covering it up. Unreal stuff, mate. Is this, <laughs> is this modern day, Cory? Because I don't know who John Stape is. 
I'm offended, JP. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to who you. Is it? I remember the bloke who went out with um was it Rita uh went out no. with Rita and he got hit this by him like... time. He was Richard, he was a wasn't he a serial killer? No, that was Hillman, Richard Hill. You're Hillman. all about Brian Brian Tanner got ran over by the tram in it. Brian That's Tanner. right, my bad. Yeah. Hillman took um... the car into the, in the lake. This is mid Is this the IWC run, Matthews? That's what you're. This is oh seven to 11, 11, Apparently, when he died. This is like the, this is like the company when like when Cody died down, but it was still good and people didn't get to see it. Do you know what I mean? It was still pro- providing the action, the chat, but no one was onto it. <laughs> what? Was it like impact on Spock? Stop. Well, in, at that point well in time, in. but before before we had the Hogan era. <laughs> John Stay, you remember the, the biggest ever stunts of the tram crash in Cody? Do you remember JP? It crushed everything. Well, he was on a rampage, so he killed someone and made it look like that it was a part of the tram crash. And he got away with literal murder for time. Brilliant. And Pat Phelan as well, another classic serial killer in soaps. Who? Who's that? Me mate, Pat Phelan. Do you remember him, Cody, about 2016, 17? No, 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 no. That'd be well beyond. Like That would have been like, I'd have been gone out of Corrie at that point. My, I'm, I'm old. The Scouser. He's a Scouser, but me mate, me mate Joey is bad. I like the name because he makes me think of Terry Phelan. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, my mate's dad's best mate got a selfie with him in the park because he knows him perfectly and he sent me to the day. It's what a picture. What a picture. <laughs> That's something you've got to stop in it. Like in the street, it has to be done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Steph says here, another uh, great cottage storm when the rovers fire when uh, when Dev's wife was playing. Yeah, that's fun there. Yeah. She set all the Jim shots on fire. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jim, Jim McDonald, JP, Craig you'd appreciate him, yeah. this. Oh, I love it. He turns up every three years, JP, from prison. So, like, if someone gets sent to prison, he's always in there. It's great. Jim McDonald is a disgrace yeah. to Northern Ireland. He, he really, he's a, he was a savage man. Wasn't he? In, in real life, he's a savage man on the drink, that bloke. He likes describing whiskey as the great. I'm sure he owns a cheese farm, JP, now. I think he's mellowed down now. He owns a cheese has farm. Has he? Yeah, Again, yeah. Oh, yeah. Need to yeah. check this now. <laughs> is the boy still around? Is Steve still there? Who is still a teenager to me in my eyes? If he's if he's still if he's not dead, then the show's on its ass because he's, he's the linchpin. <laughs> he, he, he's like the he, he's the Randy Orton. Better we'll go there with that one. He's the Orton of Cody. Did, did you watch legend. the um, before we will move on? We're not wrestling. Okay? <laughs> a pro- you, a did, professional soap actor too. Well, he is. Just a middle <laughs> They like, all are. Quote, unquote, you can always push him to the main event. For a long time. Yeah, you, you can, can always put him in the main event. Yeah, always. <laughs> did Did you watch the uh, the Last Neighbours episode? Did you watch the uh, the finale? We didn't really talk oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, of course we did. Yeah, of course. I was there, then. I have seen it for shame. Is it like WrestleMania, mate? Loads of uh, cameos and stuff. Oh, mate, it was just ridiculous. As a, I think we discussed on last time I was on whatever uh, pod I was on, it was like... Uh, Kylie didn't say a word. Donovan done all the hard work, done all the the, the, the rabbits. Kylie oh, yeah, just stood there hugging that, people. Yeah. yeah, it was like wow. it was great. <laughs> Oliver Lance and uh, Natalie and Brulia just in random parking in like London, both getting a text at the same time. Don't know each other. Turn round, going, "Is your phone gone off? Did your phone go off? Where are you from? I used to live in Ramsey Street. Oh, and he just got on them. You know what I mean? So like you sure on them. Sounds like WrestleMania, mate. Sounds like WWE. Sounds like something yeah. they do. Like backstage. And it'd all end with everyone dancing. Like yeah. Yeah, oh, they were loving it, dancing, sending well wishes in and all that. The video was great. Just get what you want, what you want to like. I I should say here, I've been reading a bit about Charles Lawson, the man who plays um 
Jim McDonald on here as well. Mentioned about him, he's a he what is it? He's had a he's had a couple of marriages here, but he did criticise Gareth Southgate for allowing his players to take the knee in support of the Black Lives Matter movement before each match, branding Southgate a plonker for doing so. He was being interviewed on GB on GB News. Um, but I've also been reading about in the Belfast Telegraph, as well as him giving his seal of approval to some Jim McDonald themed tattoo shop in <laughs> in Belfast, which like oh no, I oh, like they want to make I don't know if these are official Jim McDonald tattoos. I didn't know that was a thing. Like um it's not something I'm gonna go there. Well, yeah, the stamp of approval for Jim McDonald work. There it was. Some custom designs. Yeah, it is. It's like it, I'm gonna have to just save this, send this image to you, Benno, somehow. Um, I'll, I'll <laughs> just, boys, they'll be in the show. He's Bloody like, hell. If he's not in the official five or ten, he's always in the conversation. That's standard with Jim McDonald. Well, he's like Terry Funk, isn't he? In many ways. <laughs> he's just a wild man, but you're not going to get him under a contract. Yeah, just a couple of months here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always loves Elizabeth, though, that he always has, always will. That's standard, <laughs> yeah. that. I think we're losing Carl in the chat there. Don't worry, mate. Tokyo we Jersey are. Pro, uh, we'll be talking that in a, in a little while. But uh, yeah, if you You've want got the business coming, <laughs> if you want more where that came from, we will be uh, doing our, our top five recording it tomorrow for the, uh, the Grapple Patreon as well as all our, our normal stuff. I'll keep the uh, the plug show before we uh, do get into the uh, rest of the stuff. I've sent you that picture, by the way. Everyone knows it. Oh, that's going in the show images 100%. Uh, throw I seem in. to take this show on a different course every time I come up there nowadays what's going on I apologise it's had the good old days of the battle we talk roast dinners and EastEnders and Coronation wow. Street tonight so it's like I know, you know I'm not trying to fill no one's shoes like, mate, I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know. mate we can talk wrestling for points if you want we can go straight into that I mean, stuff. I, that's the direction that is coming up coming. isn't it I mean that is definitely coming up I, it, I don't he's getting a whole lot of time this week <laughs> other good. than it's going on <laughs> good oh. well, I'll be talking about Jack Morris as well <laughs> God. Is he the bloke who's working that indie show in Oxford at the weekend? Did you see that? No, that's not him. Some I didn't know that was going on there. I'll be Sunday. bloody tempted to go there for a cheeky pint, you know. Brad Joel, um, <laughs> he'll love it. Well, I was just thinking. Well, Sunday I'll be at Rev Pro, be at Rev Pro, mm. so I'll be I'll be down down there for on the Sunday for that, and and hopefully oh, right. a few drinks and 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 all the rest of it. I'm that'll, not that'll sure with good. the trains. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do uh, it or not. It's uh, JP. You're definitely down to Liverpool bad. for the GCW weekend or any of Thinking them? about that as well because there's the um my girlfriend wants to go to the, the comedy club in Liverpool, which I can't remember the name of it. Hot water, brilliant. Hot water, brilliant. yeah. She wants to do that as well. There's that bloke Paul You've Smith. Got to go who's and there Paul if he's hosting because he's uh, the he host. Is. And he's, yeah, yeah, boss. He's the one. Boss. She, I hear so many clips of these lads talking yeah. all the time Bosh. including he takes the piss out of everyone on the front row including a bloke who's got cancer like and he oh, won't let it go he's just JP, ruthless. ruthless yeah it's good it's it's a good um, but sit at the back though yeah if you don't want yeah. to get ripped <laughs> <laughs> that's a good it's a good rule um, but, but yeah I was going to say we'll uh, obviously we'll get into the uh, the wrestling stuff but before we do uh, Matty I know mm. you had uh, some uh, some news you wanted to share I don't know before we uh, we get going I don't know if I'm putting you on the spot oh, yeah. here or not you wanted to, uh, to mention yeah, uh, I'm getting married, boys. Officially yes. getting married. Uh, it's been booked. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it. March next year. So uh, the party, though, boys, which obviously you're invited to, JP, it's going to be in Mount Carmel. And I want you to vis- I want you to be there just to... The area that's in, in it, Benno, it's, it's right in the heart of Toxteth. Because <laughs> I know you'd love that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you would absolutely love it. The 1st of April next year, boys, so get your calendars, bring your plus ones, bring everyone. And we'll have a oh. good time on the 1st of April. 
for the party. Sounds, but we're getting married in uh, New York, JP. We're, go, we're yeah. going to New York to get married. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's been booked. Baby. So uh, oh, the party's after it. Yeah. So yeah. looking forward to it, boys. So. Genius idea, mate. Go out there. You know, you can have you can have your your honeymoon as well. You're in New York. You're already there. It's excuse to go. I know you've never been. Have you never been to America? Yeah, no, I'll be honest. It was your. It, you. Oh, that's why I said it was. No, a you were the idea. guy who who put the idea in the head. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's that was for the love of wrestling, wasn't it? Was that, was that <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice one, JP. What about what your snag do? Though? Are you going to do a wrestling themed snag do? Hi, PCW. They do snag do's. PCW. I've left that up until right. me me gang of mates to organise. So I assume there's going to be some sort of shenanigans going on. Like, but um, I, I'm only getting told where we're going in England, and that's it. That's all I'm getting told. So, Benno, <laughs> once again. Get ready for that stag, mate. So, <laughs> I'm invited, mate. That's good to know. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't you be? Mate, if you time it right, you can you can be in there wrestling Chris Masters as we spoke about. <laughs> you can arrange that, yeah. In a PCW ring. JP, and you know me, I wouldn't go down for the master lock. I'd break that hold. I wouldn't, wouldn't be tapping for no one. <laughs> I could see you actually slipping out of it and turning it into an ankle lock as you go down. Yeah. <laughs> A bit like the kind of thing Alex Shelley would have done. We'll talk about Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, is it what's the bigger deal, Matt? Getting married or going to, like, I can't believe you of all people, Mr. America, Mr. WWE, Mr. America, has never been. This is going to be your first time. Uh, you know what, then? Is I've, there a show that weekend? See, like, is there a paper, is there a house show or something? <laughs> I've been looking. There's got to be a local indie. There's got to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, we're going oh. for eight days. We're going House of Glory, days. mate. Amazing Red. Yeah, I'm hoping to show, I'm obviously going to go to the Madison Square Garden tour, get at me, I've yeah. got to go there. The home of wrestling, you know what I mean, boys? Um, you've got to go there. Cheeky visit um, to the Hammerstein while you're there, Manhattan setting. Manhattan Centre, yeah, I was thinking that as well. Um, but just, I'm going to have to hit up uh, Cardona's YouTube for all these wrestling memorabilia shops there. Then. Oh, yeah. There's got to be a few in New York, hasn't there? Good places, oh, like, yeah. yeah, they will be. Get a picture so, taken outside uh, the old WWF New York. Yeah, what's that now? What is it now? Next door to busy station, must isn't be it? Something else, yeah. <laughs> Don't think that lasts a yeah, long Police station. It's next door to New York Police Department. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, it's like when we, we were in Vegas, we tried to go to the Nitro Grill, or whatever that used to be. It's like a, a Dick's now. Like, you know, that, that restaurant where they just insult you when you go. <laughs> but I reckon the building, the building will still be there. I'm pretty sure. You should go. Down yeah, oh, thing. yeah. <laughs> That's boss. But, uh, they're a nice one, boys. Really looking forward to it now. Like, oh, so. brilliant. Made up for you, mate. Brilliant news. So, yeah, there you go. Happy, happy news. And, uh, yeah, congrats to, uh, to Steph as well. I'm sure he'll be, uh, be listening along the other Steph. Um, <laughs> it gets confusing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it does. Too many Steph, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. So, yeah, we can all look forward to that. So, yeah, look forward to it. Uh, there'll be loads of photos and stuff. So, yeah. Thank, and, uh, yeah. Oh, lots yeah. Of, uh, congratulations Carl, for you in the chat there as well. If Carl can do can do the trip down to Mount Carmel, of course he's invited. If he's going to take some pictures for us, of hey, course. Photographer. Carl Gaxia, man. Hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get him down. Get him good, down. He'd be good too. Just it out there, you know, not uh, not picking favourites, just saying cars often, so there's a uh, possibility yeah, there. Of course. <laughs> for choice for photography. You won't get paid if it's Matty, mate. I'm just saying that's that's uh you know that's just a given, my boy. No, couple of bevies <laughs> that's about it. That's <laughs> that I will pay for. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris says do that New York's a hard rock now. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that's, um, that's not bad. There you go, you can go do that, mate. Oh, but no, okay, congratulations, mate. So yeah, I know you wanted to uh, to mention that before we uh, get started, but I suppose, lads, we probably should talk some wrestling eventually. Um, there is uh, lots to... Uh, Tried to hard not to, considering yeah. loads going right. on from every major company in the world. And it's like, oh, 
Well, that's it. We're going to talk some uh, AEW today, some Impact. Uh, they had a, a mini pay-per-view this weekend. Some WWE obviously got Matty on, so that's going to uh, gonna come up. I got I got some grief last week for the uh, for the long WWE segment, JP. But I, I, I maintain we reviewed Raw for like 30 seconds. The rest of it was just calling Vince McMahon a cunt. So you might, uh, yeah. might get the reverse of, uh, of that this time. And obviously, yeah, some tournament season, some G1, some uh, some Noah as well to talk. But we'll uh, we'll start at the top. We'll talk some AEW. Uh, must be a, you must be on this show, Matty, because we forced you to watch Dynamite. Um, I know that's not a, a regular uh, thing. I watched 80% of it, didn't I, Ben? <laughs> you weren't close to it. But we, we talked a little bit about Dynamite on the uh, on the weekend shows of patrons of uh, hmm. a few of our takes, so we'll get uh, get yours as uh, as well, Matty. But yeah, big news week for, uh, for AW, obviously, and you know we've got a, a big Dynamite uh, coming up uh, this week. Returns uh, happening everywhere. But yeah, the big big headline for, uh, for Dynamite uh, this past week was... Uh, CM Punk returning at the end of the uh, the main event to, uh, to challenge John Moxley. I think immediately AW felt like five times more Major League for me as soon as uh, Punk's back on the TV. I think uh, maybe that's just me being the uh, the CM Punk fanboy. Things feel things feel a bit more right in the world. And then suddenly, to me, I feel like you know the old old card starts to make a bit more sense and take a bit more shape. It's definitely a a shot on the arm. I think this thing felt like it needed, you know, two weeks out. It wasn't like, you know, it was looking outright bad or anything. It was more, we didn't really know what it was going to be. You know, we were surmising last week, JP, or was it going to be, you know, Moxley versus Jericho in a rematch maybe? Or is Kenny going to be involved? Like, I don't think anybody gave any real credence to the idea that uh, the Punk will be uh, will be coming back, obviously with him, I assume selling the uh, the injury at a, a Comic Cons and the like, walking around limping. I was just going to say that there. he was doing well on them interviews, <laughs> wasn't he? Good oh, they're all shitting down. He was a bit too close to confidence. People were saying with Jade and uh, someone else. Did you see all that going around, Beto? Yeah. Where like it that. was like he was like probably just loving it, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he just loves being amongst the boys again, doesn't he? And girls, you know, it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's loving it. But he, he, he was he, proper working with that cast on and that where he couldn't like move his foot. Good yeah, shit. no, I'll give, I'll give him. That way, well, yeah, got big, big match coming up for uh, for all out and stuff, and yeah, punk, punk is back, Matty. Um, yeah, what do you, do you think it's uh, something AW needs right now? It's uh, it's pretty, uh, like I say, pretty good timing, I think. Gives us a proper made event for the uh, for yeah. the pay per view at Lard, and yeah, he came, he came across like he was uh, made up to be back. Yeah, always better, you know, you know, I know you're the big CM Punk guy, and always will be, but you know, he, he, you know, it feels right in being back, and that is a big match. MV Mox is a big match for the uh, pay-per-view. I'd but feel like interim titles, mate. What do you interim do? Props. I mean, what's me take on proper props, then? Interim <laughs> stuff? No, no. It's not real, so just get rid of the interim stuff. You know, get off the boxing and the likes. But it's like, the match is like, it's interesting to me because I think I seen, was it Alvarez was being pretty um, damning on it, saying Punk can't just come back and just beat Moxley after the work Moxley's done when he's been away and he's carried the belt well. He's had all these great matches. He's been received well. He can't just come in and just beat him. It's a bit... They're going to have to come up with a good finish there, like, back themselves into a little bit of a thing. Like, but what do you reckon on that? Minute. Like, I think they went with Moxley as champion because it was like, you, know, you don't want to burn someone's first big title win on an, an interim, you know, belt. It's I think having, yeah. the, like, you know, yeah, Jim Ross on commentary outright, you know, talking in skated terms. About it. I just don't understand. I just don't, I don't understand the interim belt. It's, like, it's really <laughs> it's obvious. Random. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's, no, it's, no, watch it's an easy UFC. match to book, isn't it? We're seeing the results. He watches UFC and yeah. MMA, which yeah. have interim t- title holders all of the time. It's yeah. just an, a constant. Mm. 
Yeah, and it's like for me, it's it's an easy match to book because then you put the proper champion against you know the quote unquote yeah. paper champion and it works out. But yeah, I was going to say agree, then, mm. that Mox has done as like that's what I was going to say. Yeah, exceeded he, expectations with it. He really has. He been, he's put, always going to get well received. He, he's been very well with it. Like hasn't he, he put the belt on him because, like I say, you don't want to waste someone's you know run on an interim run. However, now that he's had it, he's been a fighting champion. I would, you know, you know my feeling on Hangman Page as, as champion. I think Moxley felt like twice the champion of Hangman Page. He was a proper defending champion. He felt like, you know, it's still Tony Khan booking, so I don't think the, I don't think UL champion's ever going to feel like the main character in AEW, unfortunately, but he felt more like the main character um, than I feel yeah. like Hangman ever did um, during his title run. I know people have got their theories about Hangman being the uh, the main character of AEW overall, but as far as like feeling like a tippy-top guy, I don't think he ever did as champion, and I feel like Moxley has. The matches have been fun. You're right, Matt. The crowd have, have gone with him and stuff. And yeah, we were talking about it a little bit, weren't we, on the weekend show, JP, about, you know, we don't necessarily... I don't necessarily expect the Chicago crowd to uh to turn on mox i don't know you know whether you're feeling a little bit different turn on punk sorry i don't know whether you're feeling a little bit different in that but i think in these couple of weeks building up i think if you see the crowds you know in the other towns side with moxley more so than they, they do with punk at least especially you know this week with, with wednesday and on uh, on dynamite that's not going to shock me because i think you know the story when punk left was he was kind yeah. of the heel he was kind yeah. of you know the the wwe guy coming to take hangman's belt and then he actually did take hangman's belt which you know, did kind of, like I said at the time, as much as I love the moment, it, it dirtied it, sullied it a little bit because it did feel a little bit wrong that that had, that had happened, despite my misgivings about Hangman's run. But I think, yeah, we're in an interesting position now where, yeah, I think Moxley, you know, has been beloved as, as champion. And now that we've had it for, for the last little while, I don't think people are going to necessarily going to let it go. But that's where the interest lies, isn't there? Because if you think of it, like the first four champions, he said, was always very telegraphed out who he was going to have in terms of who he had available at that point in time. So going from having Jericho as the first champion was a really smart, was a very smart choice. It established them. Moxley kept on the good work. It was like it was the best of the title runs, like from a kind of match perspective, really. At, at, at that point in time, like everything he was involved in seemed to be like over delivering. And it was during COVID. So he really yeah. shouldn't have worked. Then we had the Kenny run, which we then did the podcast about. And then we had the Hangman run, which we also sort of really uh, talked about in the AW Half Year Review. So the Punk title run is something that wouldn't have been planned because the idea of him being in the company still in like 2020 would have felt like, is this something that actually could ever happen? Are we ever going to be able to get him? So it's more of a natural storyline for him to turn heel. Personally, I think you play the shades of grey up you allow punk okay, the kind of rope. Yeah. You, <laughs> true. But I think this, in some ways, you, heard this 20 years ago. You, you don't need to have like, in some, but this match sells itself very easily. Punk yeah. became the champion and then had to immediately, yeah. effectively immediately give it up. Moxley's been the fighting champion in that time. There's enough needle of stuff that they could bring up between them and shared history and things like that. You could have a couple of good promo battles, but I don't want them to over egg it by doing sort of long promo stuff, because I think in, in many ways it's about getting to that, but it feels like, and getting to that kind of proper pay-per-view main event between arguably your two biggest stars that you've got in the company that you can actually do it with. So I think for that, it feels, it feels like a proper headliner. Like, you don't have doubts about this. I think it'll do well. I think it'll be split on the night. Really like I say, I, Chicago. I, I, not I, in Chicago. I don't... I'll, I Don't get me wrong. I expect 
Punk to have the lion's share, but I think it'd be more split than perhaps we think. And it could be based on how it goes throughout the match as well. Wouldn't be surprised if it is like, they, if they are going to kind of tease some kind of angle and whatever. And because I always come back to the point that we're going to turn Mox heel at one point. That was very much in the working plans. And then he Wild had to take out, like, which seems crazy. Like, yeah, because he's, those. you know, fans love him. They, they love him. It's simple as that for all the, all the rough edges and whatnot, the things that kind of make him as that, as that kind of, that kind of character. Imagine if he does turn at all. Imagine that. I'm a fancy bucket now, but like in Chicago, turns yeah, on the night, it would do well. Then I'll be yeah. boom on the night, of course, in Chicago. Like, I could see being a mean bastard heel in AEW. I don't know. I could see. I mean, it felt too soon to do it early in the year. Granted, I, I agree yeah. at the time, but I would give him a role where he might not have one now. You know, now the punk's back and everyone's expecting him to just become the new babyface champion. Then what those mocks really do, if not go back to that. Mm-hmm. that, that original but building idea. on, sorry, Ben, build, building on to what JP said there about these two are the main two guys in the main few for the belt. I've felt that, like I could be wrong here, but I've felt that with the last few main events, like who was the last one? Was it Hangman versus, was it Punk, wasn't it? But it always, MJF and Wardlow was the better few going in. Just because yeah. it's the main event for the it's world, and the last the best match. Of that. yeah, yeah, it's like cool. this could be both. Just because it's the main event doesn't mean it's the best built feud. There's always been a better feud going into the pay per view. Whereas I feel like this could be like the one that could nail both of them slots. You know what I mean? So let's hope, let's hope they do it. And he says he in the chat, you know, MJF could come back, lay him out. That's another thing you can yeah, put in. He's all yeah. easily to come back. Yeah, easily it's, could come back. Put in comeback. I mean. I know we're yeah. going to talk about Dynamite, but I mean, I think even parts of this All Out card look yeah. very interesting for what they're actually laying out at the moment. What because you mentioned about like a better few. Well, I mean, I'm just going on stuff that I've kind of read on there. It feels like Eddie Kingston, Sammy Guevara has been set up for it, which is disappointing because really, Eddie yeah. Kingston should be in a higher position on the card, you know judging by every. Me. That says to me they wanted to they wanted to keep Jericho strong for this title defense and Dynamite this week, but also Jericho wants to work Brian at the pay per view. That, that's yeah. that's, that's the match in it, Brian, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, it means right. Kingston has to work with like the lowest, you know, one of the total ball in uh, in the Jericho Appreciation Society. Right. He could have done Jericho and King and could have done Garcia and Brian on the paper. They're doing Garcia yeah. and Brian on telly, aren't they? But they've, they've got to like, I mean, there's still some interest. I mean, you mentioned about like sort of having Jericho uh, Danielson in there. You've got the trios title final because that'll be whatever it is. Kate, Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy, but that's also the same. Yeah. Um, but it also Ricky Starks versus Will Hobbs. Oh yeah, is that going to be yeah. going to be there for it as well? Are we going to get um, probably going to get Athena Jay Cargill? Miro and that isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I would expect yeah Miro Darby. It was, was the six man Miro Darby Allen and and Sting versus House of Black if, if they cause them to be knocked out the trios tournament. But then, do you want a trios tournament final and then have another trios match in there anyway? Well, they definitely will be. Well, they will, yeah. yeah. Couldn't stop Tony Khan. Like, <laughs> in a row, that will be two matches in a row. <laughs> but the more interesting match we're going for in the, the future is something like... Titles. <laughs> be, be Sorry, Miro versus Malachi Black mm. would be a much yeah. more interesting match to do, but they just don't do that. And that's the thing that's kind of bothering me is there's like... You have to get everyone on like, the card, don't you? I, I, think, I think of Andrade at these points where every match he has on the pay-per-view involves multiple people. And it's like, God forbid they ever try and see whether or not this works with him just in a one-on-one feud that ends at a pay-per-view. Um, Cause I fully expect them to be, you know, they'll be, he'll be involved in a multi-man. Yeah. Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm might well Definitely. happen again. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's a solid card, but like I say, that main event feels much bigger than the other stuff that's on it. I mean, I've got a soft spot for what they'll do with Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy, but that's what I like about it because that's kind of what I want from a pay-per-view. I want the biggest match to feel like the main event. It's for the title. It's between two big stars. And like I loved everything about the main event last week. Like I really enjoyed the match. I enjoyed when it went into the sports entertainment stuff and the the punk running and the the nose to nose for me. That's when that's like when AEW gets it right and they gave it time to breathe. And yeah, yeah like you think in the match between them, if if Punk is healthy, which he is, then I'll be a great brawl. Yeah, be a great yeah. brawl. It'll feel like yeah. a proper main event. I agree with you there, but I also think though, like I think. As has been quite clearly tipped off on BTE tonight, you know, it is Kenny Omega that's going to be teaming with the Bucks in this tournament. Is it? So, Definitely. Yeah, at the end of the, I think it was at the end of BTE, they kind of had that. I think it was Matt Jackson bringing somebody, a mystery person who said they wanted to make oh, a return. Great. And then it ended with like the first like strain of uh, of Kenny's AEW theme. Like that'll be, you know, the other, I think, big thing on the show. You know, it'll be them in the well, I can't wait to be back. Gets there. Yeah. But, They'll win, it won't be. Is this the? I mean, I can see JV's face. Is this how do you? Because JV was saying last week, this is this is exactly maybe what he didn't want with Kenny's return. Like I think it goes both ways. I think with Kenny Omega, he's as he can often be as as worse his own worst enemy as far as like I don't know. I feel I feel like the books are the same way in some ways. Like I, like literally, the books aren't tag team champions right now because. Them and Kenny just fancy doing some six man matches, and like oh, yeah. that doesn't always necessarily mean like don't get me wrong. Like this match coming up on Dynamite next week, you know, with Bruce Dragon Lee and uh, Andrade, that one like that's gonna absolutely like slight. That's gonna be incredible. Kenny in the books against those lads, it's probably gonna be a near five star six man match. So that's the positive, but I don't know. Does that sway you anyway, JP? Of the negative of maybe Kenny coming back in this slot rather than you know back where he was you know as a as a, as a singles guy standing on his own feet where's the where's the negative there um i'm i i don't like the idea that one of your top guys in the company is in a trios tournament like it's just it doesn't sit well with me because i don't think of trios titles as anything more really than a lot of fun stuff which works great for a live crowd but it's a vanity project. It doesn't mean anything. It is a vanity project. It's like it is. It's like an actor who's just like, look, this is what you, the kind of roles you should be doing. It's like, oh, but I don't want to do that. And it's like, yeah, uh, yeah but maybe at times, like I know you've made this this point a lot, Benno, is that you know wrestlers' instincts when it comes to booking sometimes isn't good. Like he thinks it'd be fun because he'd be teaming with his mates. Is that really what the company needs? Is that the best? Is that the best use of Kenny Omega after coming back of this much time off when he lost the world title? Like him appearing even near like near the end, staring down like Punk, the winner of Punk Moxley, and you go, ah, oh, that's where we're going to next, and you know that kind of stuff could be going in that direction, but no, we're not doing that. We're not going to have that at all. Bless you. Um, you know any of that kind of? It just feels like a waste, and it feels like a vanity project. And there isn't Definitely. anything that anyone can do. So it's a trio. I couldn't give a shit. Well, no one else in the company I couldn't give a, a single solitary shit. No one else. It's another title, and I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> I wanted a secondary tag team title belt. Christ, you know, before this, the women haven't got a tag team title, and they're setting up various soon. tag that'll, team that'll titles. And that, is, and that is coming. 
yeah, you can tell. <laughs> but like, it's it's just a it's just a way of getting six people onto a card, hmm. and I think it'll be fun. But it's very much like house show stuff within the greater sort of what the stuff that draws the ratings is going to be the interactions and the storylines. And I don't think storylines around a trios tournament are really going to cut the mustard. And where do you go afterwards? They defend these trios titles against various other groups. What does it mean? Like ultimately it's, you know, I, I, I'm just not sold on it at all. Like, and I think that's exactly what they're going to do, but I just think it's a, it's a waste of him. It doesn't have the momentous impact for, for coming back. And it seems he's dicking around with his mates again. That is, if he comes back with a shit mustache, fucking dancing around like Jokey mm. Kenny Omega, you know, I don't think he will. But I, I, it's funny because, like, I know there'll be people who don't agree with like with what you've just said, JP. Oh, I know, yeah, yeah. For them, the fact that you know they they're gonna look, they're gonna be out there having killer matches, aren't they? Like this match on 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 Dynamite. It's got to be a near five star match. Whoever they get, like in the semis, they're either going to get Death Triangle or Will Ospreay and Aussie Open. That's another killer match. And then the finals presumably won't be Trustbusters. Probably be, I don't know, out of those groups, House of Bark, Dark Order, maybe. Maybe it'll be the Dark Order team. Maybe Hangman will end up in that team somehow. Maybe Hangman and uh, Uno win that one. Maybe someone gets injured or something and he ends up in in the match. Like, I think that's the. Or the Melodrama. The counter argument, JP, is going to be, but we're going to get near five star matches. We're going to get Kenny in the books, killing it every week in, in six months. What's your problem? You get good matches anyway, Ben. I agree with JP in a way. What's the story going to be? It's all right. You get great matches every week anyway. So what? They're going to have matches for a month and then when they get bored, don't want to be the champions. Oh, we'll give it to someone. I get what he's saying, mate. Yeah. I really yeah. do it. That's what it is. I'm just playing devil's advocate because I agree with JP. We can see through it. We can see through them. That's what it is, really. As you say, no one's denying they're going to be good matches. They're going to be great. But after a month when they get bored and they've had these killer matches, ah, we'll we'll drop it to someone. Then just become a a lower card title again. It becomes a never open weight. Yeah. Titles that you can change regularly on TV, on Rampage. Have trios belts ever been good in history of wrestling? Someone might prove me wrong. Not the six man of WCW, the New Japan ones are awful. No. I mean, you know, it's it, there's the, never been good. There'll be someone who say there will be in stardom. They have um, six person titles and the rest of it. But like, really, what they are, I've always thought of them as being something good for a house show. Like they really are, like kind of house show type titles where you can change and get away with it and have a kind of crazy match. But it's not top of the card. It's not what we think of as money drawing. It's not going to influence ratings because AWA have loads of great matches on TV. A few more aren't really going to change it. And more trios matches, I don't think are going to change it. And also it'll be Kenny coming off an injury and the rest of it. So it depends how rusty he is. There's various other like niggles and whatnot he's had to healed up. Yeah. It's just, it's where you're putting him into this kind of ecosystem and it's fluff really when (laughs) there is ultimately interesting stuff that you could do um, yeah. like with him and I different feuds and angles and storylines with fresh people but it's going back to playing around the Bucks again which we have all will, seen JP, so many times he will blend it back into the uh, Hangman when he left wasn't it when Hangman beat him and that so he will blend it back into that somehow yeah. but it's as you say it's just I don't know I, I don't the, agree with it like where I, where I come from on it and you know yeah JP is right to acknowledge you know as people are saying in the chat you know, Kenny's with the books, Mikey says, to potentially, you know, hide any ring mm. loss, get him back for that main event push or whatever. 
there is logic there you know it's not that you don't see that yeah. you know you've said it yourself that that is that's an element of it but where i agree with you jp is that yes these are going to be killer matches with the books and kenny against the list of teams i just named just to just play devil's advocate list of mm-hmm. those great looking matches don't doubt that at all. this is like fpl this is like <laughs> it's like when you've got like a 12 million player and a, and a 4 million player and like you know or you could have two 10 million players you know it gets you know play playing that playing the, the money ball with it with kenny being in this role Yes, we're gonna get five star matches potentially with with the with the with this lot. We're not writing that off. We know that's coming. We're gonna love the matches like everyone else does, and it's a bit like Vindor. We're gonna love those matches despite everything else. We're gonna love it. However, if you replace Kenny with, say, he was fit, Adam Cole, Hangman Page, would those matches just be of their equivalent quality? And then you could take Kenny out and have him as like the role that you think he should be JP and have him at the top of the card is there a different mm. way of telling that story where he doesn't actually have to be in that role in those six man matches it could be Hangman Hangman's not doing fucking anything else anyway Hangman could be in that role if he was healthy Adam Cole could have been in that role and I know there's a big if there so I suppose you can throw that one out but they probably wouldn't have done it even if he was that's the problem here isn't it it's the vanity of they wouldn't have gone that yeah. route because Kenny that's just fancies knocking around with the lads. And that's what I was that's like, it. That's been a lot of the problem yeah. with Kenny and AEW. It's Whereas, always been very good, you know, to a level, but never been the optimum presentation of Kenny Omega. And I don't think there's anyone else to blame other than Kenny Omega yeah. for where he always ends up. And it just it's kind of just expected mm-hmm. now that you we're not gonna get that run maybe that you're hoping for out of Kenny Omega and AEW. Yeah, that's never happening. That run for it. But you, you did. He summarised it. It's, it's about the things that he feels are necessarily important, and he should be stressed. He's an EVP, so his concern really should be the company. And is Kenny Omega better off serving AW by being in trios matches? Is this really like the best benefit of it? In a you know, in a time when you're, in a sense, he's one of the more unique assets that hasn't been in WWE to in, in any meaningful way. You know, unless you really want to go back and watch that Deep South run, like. That kind of stuff with him is 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 just that this is it is just a waste of time. You know, Steph mentions there in the chat. There's so many more important things they should be focusing on than this, and that's like and 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 that is the problem here. Is you know the trios title is just another squirrel. Yeah, just, there is a ma- it's just a, like another mass distraction, and it takes away from the fact that like going into this card is it it's it's fluff. It'll be lost. It'll be lost in the shuffle. Don't get me wrong. It'll be a great match, great moment, but we'll be wanting Kenny to do more better stuff and wondering why the Bucks aren't facing FTR for like, you know, yeah. you know, in the tag titles. I are wondering that. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'll be doing that match, Benno. Yeah. Is it proper, is it real life politics, this or what? Because it's ridiculous. You don't know how much is a work and how much is a shoot, is it? Because it, it, you know, it'll shock you this, Matt. Did you know uh, Shane Strickland and Keith Lee are the AEW Tag Team Champions right now? Because <laughs> it's not FTR. Um, <laughs> you do if you watch Rampage and nothing else, because that's always where they're relegated to. <laughs> Yeah, it does feel a little bit if the books have like you know pulled one over there to uh you know well, we're not, we put someone over you know so it's all fine and it's you know these two. Well, I said that when they, I know when they lost to the Hardys when me and Gareth were on uh, carrying the load then when we were on the, they were that show it was like why did the Hardys win and apparently before Jeff's problems they were actually uh, 
going to win the tag. We'd be the Hardy. So it was like, and then the Bucks, it's just a bit of a... But it, did, it would have got politically very hard. If FDR had four lots of belts, then, you know, I can see the, the counter argument yeah. to, to not doing that. They're, they're the best tag team around, though, for me at the minute, Ben. They, 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 they will be. Well, if it's not the them, it's the Bucks. And like I say, the Bucks aren't tag team yeah. champions because they all fancied doing the six-man tournament. And <laughs> that is the other thing. You know, we had a good old moan about the, uh, the Adam Cole, you know, segment. Um, last week and the turn feeling like it, it it was either it came it either came too late or it came too early it just felt out of nowhere as far as the story it was out of nowhere it didn't feel end yeah. it didn't feel you know like the right time to do it and it was all purely because we had to get to the six-man tournament come up this pay-per-view there's no consideration of well maybe let's just do the six-man tournaments in six months maybe let's do it later it has to be now for some reason you know we have to fast forward <laughs> that along Probably because the Bucks and Kenny fancy doing a six-man thing and no one else in the company has asked about it. Like That's the impression you get on <laughs> yeah. the TV. Um, in character, out of character, that's the impression you get. Mate, it's the third um, tournament they've done this year. Mm. And I thought it'd be more, it, JP, it two be titles or three titles? It's got to be more than that. Yeah. We're only three, qu- we're three quarters of the way through. Two-thirds of the way through. triple AAA tag titles that turned up on... I was just about to say that. Is that, is that right? Did they turn up, really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. they existed. He loves a good belt when he turned up. He's like, I said this to Will before, it's like, I know. he's the one person who watched post-invasion WWF and was like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, what's Regal on about? Is all the Atlantic belt still going, is he? Yeah. Is that yeah. still going? Yeah. Oh, the, my God. It's a Rev Pro title, basically. it's the It's the, we're going to give it to Lance to defend it in Europe. Yeah. title yeah. to basically Adam promote the fact that we're not running around. a show there for a while is I think British that's, that's all that all Atlantic title is fucking hell you want to talk we're going away for a bit put a belt on him yeah <laughs> <laughs> too, much, too many props Beno too many laughs too many props too many fucking wrestlers these <laughs> <laughs> yeah. new wrestlers turn up Beno I've seen on uh, oh. Anthony Henry is it with Hook well, no no it was some, some bloke from Jersey fucking like turned up <laughs> Eric Redbeard turned up Eric Rowan remember when we saw him in yeah. Liverpool when he said he was never going back to AEW well he's back <laughs> and he, he's Dan Housen's tag team partner <laughs> because that we needed another new character <laughs> Mate, that's why I didn't watch Rampage when we did that preview show I was like oh my god I'm not watching this it's fucking terrible and no, it was all about the Trustbusters. Hey, he did good, did good for... rating compared to normal Rampage Week, so he's shooting there. Uh, oh, what did he do? That's the Trustbusters. Well, 500,000, yeah. It was uh, surprisingly high. But Brian was on the show. Harry Davari, mate. Yeah. yeah. I'm just about to say about him, JP. I'm jumping the gun here again, but is he another rich wrestler that can buy wrestling? We've had Andrade, Matt Hardy. Yeah, Leo Rush. Fucking, he's another rich kid. He's the richest now, isn't he? Leo Rush was that character as well for a bit. Yeah, that? Came in. It's Tony Khan's equivalent of when Vince, when Vince McMahon made the million dollar man because he couldn't be a wrestler. That's Tony Khan's equivalent, trust fund babies. Like, uh, yeah, Why are they all wrestlers if they're loaded? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Why are they wrestling? Why are they involved in wrestling? Like, why are they moving in the first place? Why are they taking bumps? You just be like, I've won all this money. I'm out. Yeah, see you later, yeah. You won't see me again. That's the real yeah. story. It does come to something when you got even like Bobby Fish feeling brave enough in uh, in interviews to be like, yeah, I'm not totally sure yeah. if we've been used the uh, maybe the, the right way. He didn't really wear it quite like that, but it was, it was he's yeah. angling. Yeah, because Uncle Paul's got the got the uh, the, the in charge now, and that's what he's doing. But I mean, but that might. Yeah, I, I don't I, think he's doing one of one of so. Red Dragon have came in and they've been what like part of this Young Bucks elite drama for ages as like background players. Kyle O'Reilly had that weird nightmare for whatever reason he was in the interim title final. 
Red Dragon as a team, like, yeah, you'd think it'd be easy to just book some great matches with them and FTR and the Young yeah. Bucks and Proud and Powerful and, you know, all of the other great teams in AEW just work some matches. Um, don't seem to do that. I mean, there's been injuries which has caused issues as well, but I can see where he's coming from a little bit. It's a bit, you know, he's probably thinking, yeah, it's a bit like the, the issues if you read... You know, what's happening with Proud and Powerful and, you know, Santana and Ortiz seem to have fell out. And I think the, the impression you get from, you know, the bit you hear on it is that maybe, you know, one of them is, is very happy doing, you know, being involved in the Jericho verse and the other one's maybe a bit more like, hang on. Remember when we were a tag team and had our own programs and weren't just wrapped up in what Chris Jericho was yeah. doing every week and on screen with 19 other people um, every single time we're on screen, you know? There might be a, might be a point there where, you know, there are a lot of wrestlers in Santana! Had good bits as well, Ben, didn't he? he had a good mm. few promos where he showed good fire and all that, didn't he, Santana? Yeah. A few, I don't know when that was, but ages ago, wasn't it as well? So oh, I don't know. It's yeah, it's yeah. funny though. I love what I love. I love getting involved mm. with AEW no. when it when it dip in and dip out. I love well, the, it. The thing about AEW though is, despite these like you know issues with booking or making time for people or you know too many belts, too many this, too many that, and we can pick holes in because they're still a ferocious with. With a fucking, you know, murderous rope, some of the best wrestlers in the world, they're still gonna knock out fucking killer dynamites like this week. Like, I've got it, you know, on the yeah. positive end, I've gotta say, I fucking, you know, with all that said, absolutely love dynamite this week. Like, you know, as far as, you know, Jericho Mox was a killer, you know, I go four star match on. Darby and Brody was a, a four star match for me, you know, the, the casket match there, you know, I can pick holes in some of the, you know, the layout of the show and, you know, uh, so Melter talk a lot about, you know, the fight stream. You know, the fight stream, which I, yeah, I got it. I don't know if they fixed that. What was Melt saying, Ben? What was Melt saying? Oh, just about, you know, there being, you know, a lot of, you know, repetitive in the nature in the in the in the sense that you know we're doing a lot of gimmick matches you know having blood blood you know in multiple yeah. matches in yeah. the same show i think it was actually keller who said it more than melter you know does kind of you know it doesn't really make you know it's, that's a that's a it's maybe a feature not a bug of tony Khan's book and that he isn't like well we, this is the match where there's going to be blood so we won't do it in the rest of the show he's more akin to let's do three matches in a row where someone blades why not With blood. Yeah. Know, that's, just, <laughs> <laughs> that's just how he does it great, though, I, I like that though ben, he's very there. russo in that I, way so I thought you'd enjoy. Yeah, that I, can't, I, I can't. Uh, I can't pick holes, and I, I like that one. But I did. I was as far as an entertaining slice of television. I really enjoyed this week's time, especially that first hour. You know the nuts. You know lucha match, which was in the its own way tag was great. kind of yeah, crap, it was a, oh, but it was also kind of great. You know yeah. that, the opener. Hilarious is probably the words. You know there was a <laughs> lot to love on 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 this week's dynamite. Even if you know we can pick the booking and you know some of the the placements of things um, aside, Matt. Yeah, as I say, that first hour, Ben, like, as I say, my feed went down with, with it buffering, but I got the, the casket match in, that was wild, and then you got that tornado tag, which was just, it is them Lucha stuff, it's like, even, which we're going to talk about in a bit on the um, Impact uh, pay-per-view, it's like, the Lucha matches, they're, they're always going to make me laugh, they're always going to deliver, they're always entertaining, do you know what I mean, and especially with the tornado, they're all tornado matches anyway, aren't they really, so yeah. <laughs> you don't need to announce it for the tornado match. We'll but... just call it the California Indie match, because that's just... what it is, it's just... Yeah, just... Lads do uh, flips, yeah. I know we talked about uh, the books there, but even that backstage bit, Ben, yeah, I love Jackson Matt Jackson. Great. He was very yeah, good. Yeah, but Ben, he's having it up, dog. He's, like, pretending to, like, play a wrestler, falling out with his mate. He's just, he know, do you know what to do with the fucking look of you, dog? <laughs> fucking taking the piss, dog. <laughs> I thought it was a good act. I thought it was the best act he's ever done. Uh, I thought he was going to cry it, at one point. No it, was, no, it was great, it was. It was fucking great, lad. Yeah. But even with the... Uh, 
Luchasaurus and Christian and all that as well still. That seems right up your street, that feud. Ah, oh, fucking great. I love it. Even when, like, Luchasaurus chokeslam that fella on the uh, the crate backstage, Jungle Boy was like, make sure he's all right, and then chase Christian. Just fucking... <laughs> you get him that he's a good guy in there, you know what I mean? <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, people trying to get run over by cars, you know, people using swear yeah. words, bringing up the wives <laughs> and stuff. Feels like a map. Great. Oh, that feels it proper wrestling JP I keep saying it mate. wrestling it's not, not no fondling holds. on the matters I've no, fond, no, no submissions no fondling no dancing around the ring it was proper <laughs> wrestling getting to the nooks and cranny of it like. but yeah and then I seen I think I got up to, I seen uh, Jade versus Madison Rain as well uh, giving oh. Jade a bit more prestige in her wins to be fair because I don't mind Madison Rain like you know so um, I don't know if did he not feel like it felt like no, I'm not saying it was a great match, but I don't mind Madison Reed. I think he'd have better off like... staying backstage. Like, yeah, it just <laughs> felt like it just felt like she's there. Get... It's giving her a win over a name, isn't it? That's giving it her is. a win over a name and then get her backstage. Yeah, it's like she's beat everyone else. It's 36 mm-hmm. and 0 now. They need new heads for her to beat. It's like Goldberg's room, ain't it? All these people who were at home and WCW got a plane ticket that week just so Goldberg could beat them. It's like, <laughs> that's what it's like, isn't it? You'll see all of them, you know. But did we mention that'll be a match, JP, uh, Ember Moon? I'm Fina, is it? I'm, I'm Athena, Fina, is it? Yeah. Athena, yeah. Like the shop in the early Ember. 90s where you could buy loads of posters and stuff like that. <laughs> if you could remember that. Wow, Ember Moon. Um, yeah, uh, her versus Jade Cargill. But the thing is, the impression I get from that is that the crowd liked Jade, Jade Cargill. They're going to build the new You felt that on that. Like, yeah. Out of there as well. <laughs> out of the building. They're just going to boo her out of the building. And I don't <laughs> yeah. know what it is she can do. And I think in some ways, you've just got to go with the flow with the crowd and Jade Cargill. I think and she'd like, be the type that won't be able to handle it, though, JP. She might melt with that. You know I, what I mean? Might like it. I feel like I don't know. I don't think I don't think she's in wrestling for the long time. I think she already thinks she's too good for it. That's the, I don't think it's a bad thing. I kind of like me wrestlers to feel like superstars who are above it, but <laughs> I can't see her being. I think she'll end up in WWE. Is this Jay you're on about? Yeah, Jay's never Jay. Jay. Wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is. I, th- I, th- WWE I, like I think she'll end up in WWE. Ultimately, it yeah. depends. And this is like that's the bigger issue with lots of this. That you're hoping that. And it's going to sound like a weird thing, but there's probably going to be this evening out of the card that there's this thinning of the AW card as people's. It depends on how long long these contracts are because I don't get the impression a lot of this stuff is really like multi-year stuff. So I could see by the end of the year people being gone because they've been there on a one-year deal, see how it is, and they might just go, well, I'm going to get this push in WWE. That then, I know it's losing talent, but I then think that will end up leading to just that little bit of thinning out and saying, actually, we're going to spend a bit more time on this storyline and things like that. Are the people kind of short deals? Because it feels like Tony Khan's signing everyone. He's bragging about everyone's on five-year deals. Seven-year deals. Yeah, yeah. he loves that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Peter Risdale stuff when he starts pushing yeah. it, like hey, six-year deals. Go out of business deal. I'm trying to think of who the AEW equivalent of Seth Johnson is then in that case. You know, they've just so tripled a bit of a young wages Seth for a <laughs> Saw him once what? on the piss in Gran Canaria, he was like absolutely <laughs> out of it. I'd say what was good, good on this show though. Like I, I thought the main event was fantastic. Like and I think, yeah. I know, where, where do you stand on the controversy over the uh, the Jericho uh, holding the uh, the walls of Jericho during the uh, during the the entire ad breaking uh, and coming back and it was uh, it was still on. Like I was saying, I, I it, it like for me, like I, in the moments I was a bit like, well, this is stupid. You can see what they're doing. 
And then I, I kind of I said the exact same thing Dave Meltzer said, like and I said it in the moment, like, oh, I'm wrong because when they came back, the crowd were fucking going ape shit, you know, for yeah. the fact that it had gone right through yeah. the commercial break and they tried to reverse it a couple of times and stuff. I don't know. I feel like if it works, it works. I don't think it took away from the match. Yeah. And I think it was impressive that they, they kept that that long and it added to yeah, what was a very, very good main event match. Why were people hating that spot where they went? Were people yeah, like, I with that? Yeah, Melter's gone both ways on it, whether he thinks it was a good idea or a bad idea, or whether you should do that in an ad break because everyone it's knows the match isn't going to end. But tried it, it but nobody... tried it yet. Yeah, fucking yeah, ad break. When was the last time Jeez. I was going to that anyway? Like, you know? I don't know about it doesn't finish these days anyway. Judas effect in it these yeah, days. Yeah. It would have been hilarious if they'd done that. That would have been a really yeah. ballsy move is to have the title change during an ad break. <laughs> the ad break off the walls of Jericho. Jericho just bit his arm being held up holding the AW title as people are watching a pizza ad like you were on CBS <laughs> probably at that point in time. Otherwise, fuck it, try it. Like, I mean, like, again, bigger fish to fry. Even within wrestling, than than this one, you try it. It's a picture and picture and an ad break for the love of yeah. Christ. Like, I what admire is the worst... creativity. Yeah, have a go. Unless the rating went down to zero, like at that point yeah. in time, because of the level of disgust at this move being on for two minutes during an ad break, no where most people would be running off to have a piss. Like anyway, it hold the audience for one then, like like the fight, yeah. the people when the fight feed started working, and people like me who may have been watching on a on a dodgy TBS stream, you know, it was interesting to see like the Domino's advert coming on one side of the screen and uh, them still being on the walls on the other side. I will Keep say by real, the way, I've I've had this uh, possible service that I've had for a little while. Like you get a lot, you get a few AW ads on TNT and TBS, but I tell you, mate, anytime you watch USA Network, you watch the footy, you're fucking I'm bastard with raw adverts. All like every every ad break is trying to sell you on Raw. It's quite the uh, the culture shock to see like how hard uh, USA push it. I think TNT and TBS do push it. What football match did you see Raw adverts? And is it the commentators working it into the adverts? Liverpool tonight before the game in uh, Jordan. They're going Mm -hmm. Liverpool struggling and speaking (laughs) of struggling. Monday Night Raw on this week on the USA Network. I don't know why the British British guy doing it in a Carl Tilsley voice, but um, but but it, you know Rampage gets a gets a fair uh, fair push as well. To be fair on there on that side too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I had no problem with that. I thought it was a, a cracker main event. I was made up like a Matty said earlier. Made up. They gave it time. Like that that had to be like a Jericho Moxie power play. Listen, we're not fucking we're not going to the ring with thirteen minutes left, Tony. Like you do that to too many people. It happens pretty much every week. We're going with forty fucking minutes to go. Um, you know, once we and there's the punk angle to come afterwards. So you know, it, it was we're making this interim title mean something. That's what yeah. they're saying, Beno. But, but it was given prestigious, you know, main event treatment, and like I think that's the that's the way it, it should be. So no, I thought that was well, a, someone said positive. Sorry, someone said in the chat before he's right he's made this interim title feel like the real world belt Ben. that's what i'm saying it's if we're talking about titles and that this is where it's intriguing about this main event again i keep going back to it but if they just beat moxley and they need to have some sort of creative finish and some sort of way out of it which i'm sure they will i'm sure Speaking of creative finishes, got a note as well. We didn't really talk about it much. The uh, Brody King Darby Allen finish. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. The, the timing on that. Yeah. Like, just um, Brody yeah, very King much did a great so. job, didn't he? It yeah. could have fucked up easily, that. Oh, <laughs> it was very good. The lid, the lid yeah, just went down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Him falling in, but just laying down in it, but somehow doing it convincingly, just that little stumble yeah. into it. That was really good. Yeah. 
They should get a nice Bob. little table, though. I think that's gonna, that's one thing they can learn from Dudu. It looks a bit scruffy, don't it? The coffin just sat on the floor. Also, Sting popping out of that was a fucking great spot as well. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. On, on the show. So. Just lo- I love the idea of 62-year-old Steve sat there. Involved, in, uh, just, we just lying there for a few minutes in there. Mm. Bit yeah. like when we watched... Um, a street fight with Jean-Claude Van Damme when they fake his death in that. Oh, yeah. And he just lays underneath the sheet <laughs> until uh, Chun-Li comes in and then he sits up. Just, just like, how long have you been there? Why was he there? <laughs> Why? I mean, I admire Commander William Giles, uh, uh sort of like adherence to now I'm faking this death. I'm doing it properly, lying here in a room. He wasn't even like, you put bodies in a freezer and stuff. You don't just go, like, oh, well, I'll just leave that on the side. And he's fully clothed as well, don't you? Like he was fully clothed. In, in like a little, uh, with the dead, like a little gown or something. It's like he's still fully clothed, boots on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the similar level of commitment as Andy said. Yeah, he does. He did look a bit stiff coming out, but he is, he's an old man at this point. You know, he's, uh, yeah. you know, good, 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 good on being game for this stuff. There was a little moment where the, the lid did open. He was like, right, I've got to sit up here. That's what it looked like, didn't yeah. it? It was great, great. Just, any other thoughts on anything else from Dynamite or Rampage? Any uh, star ratings anyone throughout? I'd go four on the opener and the main event. and I'd, go, yep. I'd probably go three and a half on the, on the Daft Lucha match just because... You know, Pentagon yeah, and, and Rush felt like they were like on a different planet at different points in the match, but it kind of mattered to it as well. Rush broke up a pin, yeah. and I'm sure Andrade was like, was getting like, it was like, he's on your team, mate. What are you doing? Like, it lost its yeah. way when about five. So, again, with Rush, he's an absolute back. cowboy, that bloke. Yeah, got his, he'll, he'll, oh, his brother yeah. a job now, JP. He's done, his work is done. Mate, Emmanuel, <laughs> the Emmanuel Adebayor of wrestling is Rush. <laughs> he is. Big payday, big contract, but I'll tell you what, the moment someone's setting someone out in Qatar or Saudi, he's there full time. <laughs> down he'll be downing tools in six months and going, Right, you give me this push, where's where's my extra money? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, he's, he's he's all right, Roosh. He he's, he's one of your faves, isn't he? Um but yeah, any any other thoughts on it? Anything else from, from Dynamite or Rampage? So that you see Rampage? I watched the first I then. didn't watch Rampage, no. I'm just assuming Hook, as I say, I know Hook done that with. Was, I'm getting mixed up. So is he Anthony Henry Ben? Who's that? Because he signed the season. He's the one who's signed, in the workhorseman um, with, uh, yeah. with JD Drake. Right. That. So what's the name of this, this reality guy? Because someone said he's MJF Light on the mic. He sounded like, like I, who was it? What was his I've name? never heard of him before. Like, I'd never seen him in my life. Um, Has he signed on him? Or is he just like a one off, like for a, a match? He's doing a match next week on Rampage. Somebody help us out in the chat as to who who this person. Apparently, he's on Jersey Shore. I think um, Jersey Shore. <laughs> this is Mate. this is. I mean, you know, love Dynamite. Loads to love about it. You know, I'm enjoying the new Ricky Starks. Put that's something we didn't mention. Don't necessarily love him. You know, slumming it up with uh, with QT Marshall's Gang of Goons. But the eventual match is going to be going to be great when we get to the pay per view with Hobbs. Not so much in love with the the Jay Lethal stuff that's um, all over these shows lately. And Wardlow, and um, yeah, the, why is Wardlow being dragged into that? They're negatives. <laughs> but overall, lots of positives to say about about Dynamite this week. I can't say the same about Rampage. It was like Danielson got out there, and him and him and Garcia had a fun little back and forth on the mic. Garcia, as we've been saying the last few weeks, you know, his character work 
has come, you know, along in the in the JAS, and you know, it is making sense the stuff with him and Danielson, and they're having little, you know, in the in the few there was little moments where Daniel was like, you know, I wanted you for my group, you know, because everyone expected them to be, you know, be in that group, and you know, you you go you're getting indoctrinated by Jericho and wherever, and Garcia, look, the right amount of Brian is right. But also the right amount of you know denying it and continuing to be like yeah. this you know this day he's he's walking that line well right now and I'm I'm looking forward to that match I thought that was a, a very very good segment on the show and I would bet you that rating this week was entirely drawn by the fact that Brian Danielson was on this show because after that point like good lord like Parker Bordeaux versus Sunny Kiss the Gun Club versus fucking. Dan Housen and Eric Redbeard, like as if we haven't got enough characters to let. To, 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 this is like, I've said this a few times on the show recently, Matty. Like, people get the argument wrong. People are like, "Oh, casual fans, you know, you haven't explained who they are." It's not about that. Any fan, this applies to anyone. It applies to any TV show you watch. You only have so much, so much room in your brain to invest in so many characters in a show you oh, watch. AEW yeah, yeah. pushes that and pushes that and pushes that. And this fucking show had me having to... I still don't know this Jersey Shore bloke's name. Eric Redbeard is on the show as well. Apparently fucking, you know, Sammy Guevara is like half of the AAA mixed tag team t- champions with, with Tay t- Mello. And it's getting... I remember that, mate. Come on, that was at a triple mania. One of the two that's happened this year, not the third one. It's not that I'm dumb and I don't understand or I need to explain to me what these belts are. I understood right away, oh, it's some Mexican belts, but it's just more belts I've got to care about. (laughs) In enjoying this TV show, it would, I've said it a million times, if if your favourite TV show introduced this many characters and this this much stuff, it would be a badly written TV show. And Rampage had so many hallmarks of the worst of Tony Khan, whereas Dynamite had a lot for me to love on it. Um, Yeah, Rampage page was an extremely frustrating show this week and it felt like just you know the, the again that viewership number has shocked everyone so there is that as a positive but a show that you know main events with Ari Davari and I'm talking anecdotally it felt like a show where everyone was like okay the days of Tony Khan trying to convince us all Rampage is also in a show are clearly over yes Brian was on the show but you know what I'm going to pick and choose who Rampage is going forward I felt like I saw was it live like, or was it a tape one comment. it was a tape, tape one after Dynamite. yeah when they're, li- when they're live they usually stacks them doesn't he when they have yeah. the, the pay-per-view weeks but, and that that's the only mate. time it's like the other thing is I wouldn't either like I don't necessarily disagree at this point <laughs> Rampage is going to do what it does 400 to 500,000 people so you probably shouldn't stack it with other stuff but the knock-on effect of that is unless you're doing a podcast like ours you're probably not going to bother watching it because you know it's you... just it's it's just extra rampage and extra AEW bonus content, isn't it? With you know, yeah, yeah. Summed up why I didn't watch it. Well, what, what I couldn't understand is having another just another faction being set up for this, and you go, this is stuff you do on dark. This is where you really sort of go through and then test it out if you want to use it for that, or eventually to move it onto Ring of Honor. This does not need to be on main roster AEW. Like Ring it of doesn't. Honor well. Like <laughs> like, but what a group though. Ari Davari, Parker Boudreau, Slim J, and Sunny yes. Kiss. Sunny Kiss like, turned heel, didn't? Yeah, I've yeah, seen that. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, I'm just like, what? Okay, it's a, it's a use of Sunny Kiss, but. I can imagine you hate Parker Boudreau, <laughs> I mean, he's gonna have a better career than. Uh... 
What's his name? Oh, yeah. Gable Steve. in charge now, Ben. We'll I see about Big Gable. That's the, that's the, I might upset that, Ben, because I was on a, like, I was winning. You were on a winner, yeah? It was our time, was. and I was winning that. <laughs> it's not it's looking good, though. Brentford, man, you win it. It was 4-0 yeah. at half time, yeah. yeah. You might pull but the Fergie's come back in the dugout now, so they get the win now. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H is Fergie, is he? Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, it, it just... Yeah, it doesn't, you know, it probably shouldn't. doesn't feel, you know, first run early ball rampage. doesn't feel like, you know, you desperately need no. to see it. And at the same time, it also, like I say, it seems to be the home of, you know, the ROH scrubs. Now it's the home of, you know, the trust fund scrubs. Now, yeah, and, you know, and to add on to that, you're making me, you know, invest in more characters and more belts. It's just, oh, just fuck off, will you? <laughs> I think I hit my point with Rampage. I think I'm just like, you know what? I'm no, can, can it, you know, you mentioned Swerve and Keith Lee before. What were they actually on this week? Who were they feuding with for the pay-per-view? Is they another triple threat. Backstage promo on Rampage. I don't know if they did anything on Dynamite. That I can Is remember. it going to be FTR that they're going to defend against? Is that what they're going with or what? Because they were at Wardlow, weren't they? So doing a match with Private before? Party on Dynamite coming up. Uh, okay. Whether that's going to lead to something, I don't know. Um, are they going to turn on each other at some point? Maybe that's the way the story is going. But yeah, nothing. You know, yeah, maybe, maybe you know, because that was the thing they teamed up FTR with Warlow this week, didn't they? But you know, yeah, still did. not in the still not in the trios tournament. But you know, there might be might be something in you know FTR and yeah. around again. Maybe we'll get to that match. Don't know. Yeah. But it's still the tag team division is more of an afterthought than the trios division. This will be the tag team champions, JP. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you really wouldn't know that. You'd have to be reminded. No. That. I, it doesn't. They don't immediately come to mind because they're not like they're very much a team made up of two people who were available because they were released from from um, WWE. And it just makes me think now. Both of them now they've got the rest of Hit Row back, which some people seem to be inexplicably very excited about. I don't um, know why. Because <laughs> Swerve no, was the one who like, was the glue. I was going to say you know he was the glue yeah. of the whole thing. Like yeah. the lad can't wrestle. Unless they and, put someone else in there, and which I'm sure they have to, you know, they might have to put someone in there. But true. We'll talk about that anyway. We'll get to that. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And it also I feel like I've moaned enough now. Like, yeah, I just. No. It is what it is. It's just these Ring of Honor scrubs, Ben. I'm not going to help you. No, because my Ring of Honor scrubs. My key's put here. Does AEW have more talent across Dynamite, Rampage, Dark, and Elevation? And he can add Ring of Honor to that than WWE has across Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Main Event, and UK? And I'd say, yeah. Uh, I would say <laughs> WWE has more numbers of people, if you're counting people who are in the PC. But, like, on television, no. AEW yeah. is much more. Yeah. Much On-screen characters as well. and like screen characters. Ever- yeah. 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 I mean, WWE would often go... I. I would always get the impression of Raw and things like that, that it was m- people appearing in multiple segments kind of like yeah, throughout the that, show. That's and one stuff thing. Like that. It was too formulaic, under, which we'll yeah. talk about under Vince. But with NXT, they're a bit AEW. You watch that, and there's literally about five new people in yeah. one segment. You're like, who is this? Literally, who are you? I find that with that, like, so. it's, it's a point that we've always raised that a, ultimately this is a television pro- product and if you have too many people there then you don't get familiarized enough with anyone no. even the characters you like there's no hierarchy either it's like um you say that with surprise like i made a good point for once um, yeah. <laughs> 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 but, the, but this, there is you know 
there's obviously positive, you know, as a as the one Russo fan in the world, Matt, you know, there are some positives yeah. to overlook yeah, oh, yeah. with loads of shit. It is, it's, it's but, exciting, it's, it, 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 you don't know what's coming, that's everything, all great, yeah. Stuff struggles to be more important than the last thing, and that's when, mm. yeah, you know. And um, you build and go to the next week, yeah, yeah, I get People it. don't yeah, have so screen time on their own, there's always eight other characters behind them, because we've got to get them not up. Not saying nothing, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, that is. Tony Storm, and that for weeks, and Jamie hated that with saying nothing, weren't he, for like. It was the same segment. Yeah, staring, staring at each other. Up. Somebody stands in the middle. The other side, the next week, they'd be the other side, and she'd be yeah. on the front of the camera. But it was like literally the same segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned WWE there, so we might as well talk to WWE briefly. Um, it won't be long, and don't worry, you know, we're not, not planning on uh, turning Thank Raw and Christ. SmackDown reviews into a regular feature. JP will treat me like I treat him, and he tries to cover Aussie wrestling. I'm going to uh, make but... a cup of tea while you're doing this. <laughs> well, awesome Matthew's on, he's the WWE um, Come know, on, JP. expert here. Come get us blatant I still have headphones on, mate. Don't worry. JP, I'm not like this. I'm going to listen to you Kitchens, talk about wrestling for points, mate. So fun. We've got to go back and forth here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the thing, like, you know, I want to get your take on it, Matty, because, like, there's a lot of, like, you know, WWE's great again takes out there. Not, I say a lot, a lot's, a lot's too strong. I think most people... It's positive if like, that's like yeah. me, Where, you know, it's gotten better, but, like, better in quotation marks, because all Triple H has really done is, you know, started to... Have you gone on mute, Benno? I was going to say... You're on now, but you must have been chatting shite there, mate, because he went on mute. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. sorry. That, 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 that was on one then. Uh, <laughs> so, I know, that's where it went off. <laughs> so, Triple I, was, H- I was watching and he seems pretty animated by whatever this point <laughs> is he's making. He's... So the point I was going to make is, reasonable people, I think, are looking at this and going, Triple H is clearly not made radical changes. Like, clearly, you know, this is not like this killer... Mm-hmm. WWF 2000 product now. Like anyone who's selling you that is just lying. Like, but what he has done is taken the easy wins, which is create a somewhat more of a logic to the shows, somewhat made the belts feel a little bit more important. There's a relatively competent hand gamp guiding things now compared to the completely incompetent hand we had before. Still full of all of the reasons a lot of the people listening to this wouldn't watch Raw or SmackDown or wouldn't enjoy Raw or SmackDown, you know, compared to Matty. Um, but, you know, there, there is that. There is that. that, that is a, a positive, I'll, I'll say, for Triple H. But I don't know, would you say, Matty, you know, things, you know, it was already good and now it's even better or it's uh, it's worse now? Oh, um, I always said fucking Nobby. I always said that it was, you know, it did get too formulaic. No one... Then I was I was always like, if it was there in my face when it wasn't good, I'd say it. Do you know what I mean? It's just this that it hasn't been good for 20 years that irks me up. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what irks me. <laughs> but it was like... It was, it was getting too formulaic. You'd have the same segments, the same rematches week in, week out. Do you know what I mean? At least Triple H is trying to mix it up. Mm. You might get the same people mingling, but obviously that's part of a, of a storyline and stuff. But yeah. you'll very rarely get just the same match for the sake of it. Literally, it'll yeah. be built up if it is a rematch. It'll be there's less comedy. The twenty four sevens getting fucked off. Mm. There's just the little subtle things, and people are always going to moan. I hear people saying, "Oh, he's saving it. He's brought Killer Cross Loomis back." It's not about that. He's just like trying to make it a bit more. All right, he's using people who people don't like. Yeah, it's not exactly yeah, a murderous role, great wrestlers like. No, it's not. It's not. But at least it's like, at least it's like, 
what he's like what AEW do. It's like you're not you don't know who's gonna turn up, this, that, and the other. So he's trying to give it at least something that's stale, yeah. it was stale, boring. You know what you were expecting, you didn't have to watch it. Do you know what I mean? He's mm. giving it at least that. And he's pushing, you know, Bailey's Duke, did I do you see to the core? People are gonna like them. There's just a lot of different like he's having a go. And as I say, Ben on be famous line. Just let time will tell me. You know what I mean? Just let it play out. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, that is yeah. true. Like the, the you know, the, I will oh, it say is. it. It's not. I'm not absolutely not telling anyone listening to this to go run out and watch Raw and SmackDown now. No, of course but... not. And you can't change it. Sorry, you can't change it in three weeks as well. So you're like, you're I've got to let it breathe for a bit. You know what I mean? It feels like some of the right people are getting in the right like places. You know, like that they had a Ronda Rousey thing here with um, not Rina Shafir, the other one. Um... What's the Shayna Baszler, sorry, Shayna Baszler. Yeah, Shayna Baszler. Like you know, they they they've got her. Like she's obviously a Triple H product. Champa, you know, is getting is in a stronger position. You know, them doing the stuff last week with the you know the U the US belt and all of that. And yeah, I think there is a negative that unfortunately some of Triple H's favorites or at least the ones he can still get are that gobshite from Hit Row. You know, it's Killer Cross, it's Dexter Lunis. You know, it's not exactly people who got excite us. But probably Gargano, probably, I mean, I'll go into this in a minute, probably Bray Wyatt. I mean, there's been, I think uh, Wade Keller confirmed this week that he's heard the same things that a couple of reports have come out this week that Bray Wyatt is likely likely to come back to WWE. I don't, I mean, those wrestlers aren't to my tastes. I will say, Hit Row, like I, I said it at the time when they got caught, and like we don't often get numbers with WWE, but their merch mm. numbers from reports that, that we were getting, they it's were a fresh killing act, it. They were a, fre- they were a fresh current. act. They were modern, exactly. When they, they came out on SmackDown, Kiwi said that, yeah. He, they he came out on SmackDown, yeah. And that crowd, yeah. you know, there were pe- people in that crowd who were into it, who were who were you know da- dancing along to their entrance, and you know, yeah, they feel. Like they are of 2022, and there is something that Vince McMahon was never going to get. Yeah, and they were, they were an act that, you know, as much as, you know, AJ Francis or whatever they've gone back to his name is now, you know, Fig Sugar Knight, his whole thing winds me up top dollar. You're nipping that, Benno. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, they were clearly, you know, there was obvious money to be made with them. They were obviously selling merch on yeah. an NXT level. It seemed like yeah. it was translating to main roster and they got the legs cut from under them. Triple H is right to ring them back and I'm going to throw a controversial thing out there. I'm not going to enjoy it when it happens, personally. But he's probably right to bring Bray Wyatt back. Like, I, I, you've, you've always said that, Benno, to defence. You've always said that. It, it's not listen like I, I do hardcore but I've got one on the line and I know you're not a Bray Wyatt fan so you're not the best example but hardcore to me fans fucking love that bloke I've seen it with my own eyes the numbers were there as well and people went out there and you know made strong oh there's no there's no numbers to support that Bray Wyatt is this draw like the numbers were there you know it came out yeah. since then that yes he was their number one merch seller you know those fiend belts and whatever you know do do sell and yes you can make the argument the Bray Wyatt spooky magic stuff, you know, scared off people too. I'm sure there were people who were like, all right, that's it. Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt in the red cage is enough for me. I'm not watching this anymore. I might even be like that type of person, but you've got to acknowledge that to that fan base, he was super over. It was a ridiculous system from business point of view to cut him. And I think with the caveat of I would like to see Triple H, you know, handle it right, whether they put the straw hat back on him and we we pretend the fiend never happened or we do something fresh with him. I can't fresh, say that's a bad business move to bring Bray Wyatt back. I wouldn't bring him back. If it was Tony Khan, I wouldn't do it. 
But if I'm Triple H in charge of WWE, I think that's the that's the right call to make. I think that is the type I of think thing so. you should be doing. I got another. Well, I don't know. If it is controversial. I think about Braun as well while you're at while you're at. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd bring I him back. So too. Yeah. Um, Although he's hurt himself more with the control narrative stuff. He's lower the stock. But he's kept himself uh, quiet. wise has need to be mm. fair. You know, overall. Yeah. But I think they'll look at it as getting him in a cheaper deal. They'll probably view it as like a win for them. They'll get him to take a kind of reduced contract and, and all the rest of it. I agree with you on the Bray Wyatt stuff. The, the problem is with all this stuff is that Vince loves putting supernatural bollocks in there. He always has done. He always will do. And that's what he did. Now, I got why people didn't like the promos and why people didn't like the matches around Bray Wyatt. However, <laughs> no, didn't. They were fucking awful. But like... You could understand why there was a degree of popularity with him in the extent within that world, but I think only exists in that world. I think if you take him out and you put him in impact and you give Wyndham Rotunda the chance to do and say whatever, it'll probably die on its arse without that fan base being willing to do it. Whereas he can come back as Bray Wyatt in some other kind of form. And I think, I think it'd be a fresh gimmick. It'd, be, it'd be like, obviously, when he comes back. Yeah, I think it'd be, be like, be I, think, I think it'd be kind of like what he came up to the roster with. And it wouldn't be surprising if he ends up with some new version of the Wyatt family with him. Yeah. With some, other, some of the other big blokes yeah, as a kind of like to get them in there for it. Again, I'm not excited for any of it. That's not a personal thing, but I get why they would do it. And there'd, there'd be value and money in it. And this is probably lying into it because one thing you would imagine that they're doing now that hasn't happened for the longest time is they'll look at what we're going to do for WrestleMania. We've got this big fuck-off stadium in Inglewood, California that we need to sell out. Who are we going to need to put in there for it? And he'll look at it and go, we can get, we get Bright. We can get Bray. I just yeah. don't think... Those kind of characters and stuff that can work in that WWE universe, I think if you try putting AEW, what you end up with is a mass rejection from fans as this is the kind of nonsense they've been wanting to escape from the whole time. And he's, not, and he's another one, JP. I know he's been around a while. He's not 40 yet either, is he? So he's no. got plenty left in, you know, in the tank and stuff like that. So but It's not like he has to work strenuous matches. Throughout his career, but I'm saying either, that, I was so. just about to go to that, JP. I've seen people going out... Like people like Dexter Loomis, now they're not. This way we'll disagree. He's not brought in to have good matches, though. Is he? He's not there for that. Not every wrestler is fucking there to have a fat, a ten star match on fucking telly. <laughs> it does my head in. I'll go into one, but it does, fellow. It pisses me off. He's there as a character on a telly show to just whatever. Not every wrestler's got to be the fucking second coming of Dynamite Kid. Honestly, he's <laughs> going after me. <laughs> fucking hell. Probably shouldn't be with uh, the track room. Really. No, we tried man. to do that. In the, in the ring, I mean. I mean, in the fucking ring. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking hell. But even, you know, Killer Cross as well, I know he's, he's seen more as, well, you know, that's debatable whether he has great matches or good matches even, but Triple H must love him though, no. Benno. Yeah. On the thing, he must fucking love him to oh. put him in there with like Drew and Roman as well, straight off the bat. How's he not Man, told him to get a hair? I found that a bit, I couldn't believe it when I seen it. Pin them down and give him a three on the side, but, you know what I mean? And trim that to, I mean, it, shit it's, the it's not him, <laughs> it's not rocket science, but like it is good to see Scarlet with them as well. It's like they are a package, they've got to come together, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, you know, yeah. but it at least signals that there's an intention to freshen things up, yeah, yeah in terms of the hierarchy. An intention, a, a massive recognition that we haven't got enough people at the top end. Who, and yeah. there's certain people we're going to try and push and put in there and get away with it. 
and then see what happens in terms of when the contracts get released. Because if you're Malachi Black, for example, you can imagine them thinking, well, hang on a minute, however much time I've got left here, I can go back there and this guy will give us the faith for me to come in there as like a big, like within like a substantial role on the main roster. Hmm. I just keep thinking the next set of WWE releases are going to be that real old guard, will be a Dolph Ziggler's of the world and whatnot. I don't know. Going, yeah. just wrestlers. Triple H just looks. He collects them, doesn't he? That wasn't always Vince. That was Triple H. He just, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, he can't get all because he's under a five-year deal. He'll grab whoever he can, and it'll be Killer Cross, and it'll be, you know, it'll be whoever he can get, just because, just so AW can't get them. That's how he's wired. Isn't it? WrestleMania forty, Benno Roman Reigns versus Gable Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. It's a possibility. It, now, mate. it could be. It could be Roman Reigns versus Gunther. Like, the one shining the jump thing yeah. I enjoyed on SmackDown is. Week. Rest of it was paint by numbers, SmackDown crap, you know. But you just again with a bit more logic to it and a bit more, you know, you're not actively punished for watching segment to segment. You know, there is a through line, and you can tell there's not a crazy yeah. old man changing things at the last minute. That is the positive I'll say about the movie booking right now. But the big positive, yeah, Gunther and uh, Nakamura on SmackDown this week. That's a recommend. Uh, you know, I, I would say people should go and watch. I'm not saying it was a, a five star match. It was probably a you know closer to four star, three point seven five to four star WWE TV match range, but it was different. You know, it was Gunther. Gunther, yeah. you know, I will say was presented pretty strongly by uh, by the Vince McMahon led WWE to everyone's surprise. You know, mainly because he you know doesn't look like a big fat Austrian anymore. Now he looks like a he looks like he, he he's like a I don't know. A, like a swimmer in the Olympics or something. Like he does. Still look... that foreign heel though, Ben. Vince loved his knee. Yeah, he was that foreign so, heel. <laughs> but he had a body for once, so you know Vince didn't yeah. immediately hate him. I read reports this week that they were planning on burying yeah. him. So like, yeah, him. he got the there. Thing. Yeah. yeah, but Triple H yeah, isn't yeah. going to do that. Like you know, back no. in the right. If just the simple fans, we would have said, oh, you know what would be a green dream match? Walter slash Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. And you knew under WWE Vincent Man that was never going to happen. That's not off the table now. Triple H. Yeah. You know, Gunther being one of his boys, like the list of other people we've mentioned here, you know, NXT alum, alumni, he's going to book them strongly. And we might get to a place where something like that happens. That is a bit of a light to the end of the tunnel. And this match he had with Nakamura on SmackDown, it was unlike any Nakamura match I've seen in WWE in a while. They went out there and they had like a hard striking. You might not actually like it, to be honest, Matt. I'm selling it to the wrong <laughs> person, but you know what I mean? It was like, it felt like a more legitimate, you know, oh, back yeah, and forth. The negative would be, you know, Walter doesn't feel like, Gunther doesn't feel like Walter or, or Gunther anymore. He just, you know, he was almost like an equivalent to Nakamura. It wasn't a big guy versus a little guy. It was just two guys, you know, having a fight. Yeah. But it was a very good, you know, realistic feeling fight. And the most, I've seen Nakamura feel like he was motivating a while. I don't think we'll probably ever see it again from Nakamura. But, you know, it was a one-off little match. Really enjoyable, to be honest. And it did make me think that, yeah, you know, Gunther's name days probably aren't done in this company he's probably going to be you know st- protected in the way he should and the, the other thing i like they put over the ic belt they spent the whole show building up the ic belt like they did the us belt on raw putting over the fact that it was the workers belt and i didn't like that at first you know doing that on tv but the expl- you know the way they explained it was well you know roman reigns who's our champion who only turns up when he wants to the intercontinental champion there's a history there you know walt gunther's going to defend that on every t- every every show and he's always going to be here it's yeah. the workman's belt because he's the he's the workman of the company i, I like that too i thought that was, that was a positive too so you know there are little things like there to to enjoy amongst you know the rest of it 
But then that's another thing. It's people like Nakamura. They might get a fresh shot in the arm now with Triple H in charge. You, you, honestly, under Vince is probably the same. Like, oh, we're getting this segment. It's stale. It's the same people. These people might get a nice shot in the arm, and you'd be all these wrestlers that. Well, I'm not going to say just guys like you, but guys like you liked a few years ago. You might, you might come and be good again. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know Styles has always been good, but he'll get another a shot in the arm. Your Nakamura's. You know, Chad Gable might finally get a, a decent run. All these Seems people like who were like, match on Raw last week, yeah, yeah, him and Ziggler won. It'd be short, but it, yeah. it could have been. Um, and Dolph Ziggler got a win in his hometown as well, didn't he? Well, we've been from the done, so it's like <laughs> it's just going to be interesting. Ben, as I say, he, he he can't change it in three weeks, but you can see, as you say, like the little subtle, not even subtle. You can just see it that he's going to change things like that. Like I say, I will. You know, if it sounds like I'm being more positive on WWE than I than I was AEW before, don't get me wrong. As Mikey said here in the chat, you know, AEW has Punk, Brian, and Kenny returning. Yeah, Killer Cross, Dexter Lewis, and Bray Wyatt is not on that same level. It's where the expectation is. You know, I've got a high standard for AEW. WWE my standards on the floor. If anything, I feel like we're overpraising WWE for doing the bare minimum, which is not punish you for fucking watching it in the first place. Raw still does that in some ways. It being three hours. But you know, it's it's marginal improvement, but it is newsworthy that you know things have do seem to be uh, switching a little bit. But you know, um, yeah, there's WWE for you. I don't know, do you have any other other thoughts on it? Uh, WWE match before we move on. I'm surprised you've been much. You know, have, have you not been watching it more since Triple H has been involved? Has it not made you want to watch the TV more yourself? Yeah, no, as I say, Ben, it's still that three hour. It's like the typical thing to say, but even yeah. for myself, it's just it's too long. It really is. I do cherry pick. And even like, you know, I don't think I've been on since SummerSlam. I, I love SummerSlam. I thought it was great. You know what I mean? It was uh, hmm. that main event was right up my alley. Like, I was fucking amazing. Did you, you see it in the NJP? We, we oh, done yeah. That fighter one. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> I've never seen that before. <laughs> when he I mean... done that, I jumped out my seat and I was clapping. It was just fucking great. <laughs> Proper stuff. Proper it wrestling, JP. I think, but I, but I think it's the same predicament where it's going to be the uh, monthly premium live events that are going to be yeah. going to be the, the the thing to dip in and out of. You're not going to miss out on the storylines. That's one of the things for certain watching a WWE pay per view. They're going to fill you in with enough yeah, video packages, whether you like it or not. Waiting now. So, yeah. That time when he said that, like all Raw and SmackDown is creating video packages for pay per views. If you treat it like that, it's actually quite watchable. Like, I think that's how we that's get through, yeah. through review and Raw and SmackDown each week. When he was Whatever right. you need to do, day mm. by day, under right. minute by minute, like well, in order to get through they, it in that case. That's what they've got to do, though. It's that mm. show, like I keep saying, even like when you say it wasn't good, Ben, like even like 04 or any other year you can pick, they always had a show long, like, Something that had started at the beginning and throughout the show, like it's been Bailey's crew and in the past few weeks, like you'll see them knocking about doing people in. All right, Loomis with the crash car and all that. But at least it was a show long, oh, you've got to see what happens. It wasn't just, let's have a segment with these two feuding that doesn't go nowhere. They announced the main event early. You know, it's like, it's just, it was formulaic to a T. Now at least like you've got a thread going through. What but it was a formula that made sense. And I think that's the thing about Triple H wrestling. There's a formula, and NXT got really boring like towards the end of his run yeah. as a booker there. But it was a formula that at least you could see the logic behind it, and that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. Whether yeah. you think you're rated yeah. or you don't, there is a logical brain behind everything. But I just want to know quickly before we move on from the week, because we have got other stuff to cover, Matt. What did you give Brock and Roman? Five? No, I'll give it a... I think it was four. 
Uh, but that, I think that was that wasn't when the app was coming down because I only rated that match actually on SummerSlam. I went back and checked my uh, ratings and I thought, why didn't I rate Logan Paul Miz four stars as well? Sure, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> what a performance that was. I mean, when he done the frog splash is fucking unbelievable. Wow. But when he just busted out that moonsault off the apron, I was honestly crying on the couch laughing. Ben, oh, you should have seen it. It was so fucking good. <laughs> I imagine if you if you do want to hear more on this, I'd subscribe to Patreon.com forward slash Grapple. <laughs> For the five to one King of the Mountain pick this month about celebrity involvement in wrestling, I can't <laughs> see how Logan Paul can't come in. It's not going to get a mention anyway. <laughs> Expertly done. Honorable mention. Mate, he is fucking great stuff. And we said as well, didn't we? I think, I think it was us three. Would you be surprised, JP, if you got a cheeky IC run or a cheeky tag team run with the belt? Mate, you would, would you? <laughs> if Roman isn't like got both belts, he's getting one. At this point, like, I, and I'm not ruling that out at all. No, no, I'm not. If he just not is the all. guy who comes in and has these ridiculous, like, they put it on worse people. Carly. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, match quality and whoever be damned. This is not David Arquette. If David Arquette would no. have done this shit in, like, yeah. 2000, 2001, you'd be like... <laughs> Talking about David Arquette, the fucking super worker, wouldn't you? As he was doing yeah. like shooting star presses and the like. And I don't think it's anything you won't try, but he just gets it. He gets that big gets stage. It. But yeah. JP, it's not just the spots though. It's the linking in between. It's the selling. It's the kicks. It's the reversal. He gets all that as well. It's not just like, let's lay down, do a big spot. I can do a big move. He can actually lay a fucking match together. It's magic. Honestly, I've never seen anyone like it. It's brilliant for a celebrity. Well, you got more on that coming on uh, and Grapple Patreon as far as uh, good celebrities go. But we should move on to a, a wrestling show, a proper wrestling show. Mm. Uh, from, it uh, is a proper wrestling show because I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm still a big fan of this company. Impact uh, Emergence. Yeah, so we... Uh, we, we, we Pass oh, the monthly you'd be, test. Uh, you'd enjoy it. You're not just our WWE correspondent, Matty. You turn into our uh, Impact correspondent. Big fan of the uh, the Impact um, On Demand service as well, mate, that you uh, surely watch this, uh, this great show on. Well, I was. I was a big fan of it. And trust my luck, JP, as I said, it's the only subscription service that I actually paid for myself, right? I love that. Got about, got about three weeks out of it. And then Benno asked me, didn't you? You asked me to watch an event or something. So I thought, yeah, of course. You know, you've sorted me out over the years. Ben, I'll give you my password. Goes to give you the, you text me back. Um, it's not letting me get on. I'm like, what? It can only be this password and this email address. So I've tried to get in, lock myself Roman out of one, it. Two, three. It was everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely wasn't but you know for next time that. Um, and it's like end of you know, the table 2022 <laughs> <laughs> that's a longer one um, but it's like you know it can only be this I tried doing resetting my password and it's not sending me an email to my email address so let me do that I've contacted them there's not a proper contact page to someone sending a message back it's just a shit show it's like if anyone is listening or knows what to do about it, let me know because I've tried Twitter, I've tried the actual website. So I've had to ring, I've had to go to the bank, literally go to the bank and put a temporary block. I know it's only fucking eight quid, but I'm not letting them have Mate, you know it's what? between you and Impact quickly. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I want to watch it because they finally added all the years of TV on with the Aces and Eights in 2008, and I've finally fucking done it, and I can't fucking watch it. <laughs> fucking hell, trust my luck. <laughs> oh, I went to bases and eights a bit. Oh, uh, JP, I, I need as as me main man Connor knows. We've had discussions on it. I just want a big video package. I just want to watch these um, 
these episodes. I've had, I've watched the YouTube compilation, but I want to watch the actual episodes of telly. You know what I mean? It's like, but anyway, it's I put a block on it for twelve months. So, <laughs> but then I've only got one email address, and I use the same password for mainly everything. So, what the fuck's going on? I had the reverse oh. problem in that, like, I had it free, didn't I, for about three years? Because <laughs> yeah. like yeah. I literally <laughs> signed up to a free trial or something like that, and then when they moved to the new service, it just carried on working. <laughs> it's like I'd never given them any credit card details, and I had access to it for like Brilliant. at least the first year of its existence. It just. But if I wanted, if I want to get it now, have I just got to set a, a new one up with a new email address? If you trust like them, yeah. this way you need. This is what I mean. <laughs> but if you want it, I, I definitely want to watch them. And I was, I'm onto like 2010 on my pay per views. I want to watch all them as well. So. Isn't there a YouTube anyway, service they do where it's like a premium? Like, you know, I hear them mention it on the page. Yeah, like a member or something. I want the proper one, Ben. The proper stuff, like. Probably a drive somewhere, to be honest, mate, with, with the proper stuff on. Wow. <laughs> so we'll have to get you. Yeah, he probably is somewhere, yeah. <laughs> Anyone hit me up with that? Appreciated. Oh, there is. Appreciated. <laughs> um, but yeah, as a show itself, um, yeah, you know, I did uh, have to find uh, alternatives myself to uh, to watch this where, when yeah, you were a dead end, mate. I, yeah. Uh, you know, it looked like a good car going in. Me and JP previewed it on the uh, on the week mm. the weekend show, and you know, maybe it wasn't quite as strong as the previous kind of. I suppose these are B pay per views uh, from Impact than yeah. being ones for their streaming service rather than you know out and out pay per views. But I again really enjoyed it. Lot you know, they've got a couple of highlights from the show matches. You know, pushing the four star range, good main event, good opener. You can't really argue. I think you know if you were paying Mazzy, you'd uh, you'd have gotten your money's worth with this one. Then oh no, I love this one. I think I enjoyed this the most out of the all the ones I've watched from start to finish. Because we'll go into Alexander in a bit. I mean, we might have different opinions on his <laughs> run, but um, it's like, but I, I don't mind Shelley. But like, the, I enjoyed nearly off every match yet. There wasn't a skippable match, like even mm-hmm. a throwaway women's match. It was they were all really good. I love strongest women's Macklin match. And, yeah, that title match was really yeah. good. Like, I didn't expect that to be as hard hitting, absolutely, and it was really good. But I loved the Sammy Carter and Macklin. I loved yeah, the no start with the fourth that bump into the barricade where it separated the barricade in the first bit, and they're fighting in the crowd, fighting backstage all show, coming back having a no DQ, which was a really good match. I fucking loved all of that. I fucking great, even the 10 man, the no DQ, the chaos. And I said this last time we were talking about impact. They're definitely getting better houses because they're showing you fighting in the crowd. They're showing yeah, you that there's actual yeah. people there now. And I loved it. I, honestly, I hope they can continue building this momentum again because they're putting on very good shows for me. I don't have like high expectations for Impact. Like I watch it like I'm watching an indie. Like to me, it's like it's it's easy to watch indie that I can get like with, with no what much trouble and guarantee that I'm gonna get some good matches on it. That's what it kind of feels like to me. And that's what they deliver. Like they, they don't yeah. get these wrong, JP. They know they have storylines, and I, I love we, it. I, I honestly, it's consistent for me. Oh, it has we, been for a few years. And that's the word, and that's the ultimate word that has never described impact is consistency. Yeah. <laughs> because like this comes into, and I've always made the point of this of like we need a year of these shows. Yeah. And do you know what? Most of 2022, as far as I'm I can remember, it's, it's been, been full of these. <laughs> And yeah. they've got a formula. We spoke about the formula for this, but their formula is, at the moment, is a, is a very solid formula to put on entertaining cards that the crowds are enjoying. You know, like you mentioned, you've got your Mike Bailey X-Division match. You've got your 10-man on a no more. 
they've got to disband if they lose it. And it's just yeah. absolutely madcap. It doesn't stop. The women division, both the tag, um, they tend to have stories going around this. It doesn't feel like it's completely throwaway. They'll have like some hardcore match that'll involve some element of Moose or Sammy Callahan in there. <laughs> the AAA attraction match was fun for what it was, and it felt like they were trying to like build up Bandido, who is would be a good pickup for them. Yeah. I think for for what it is they do. Um, and yeah, you mentioned there in terms of like the big matches on the show, the women's title match, I thought this is the best I've seen Jordan Grace. Just looks like she's really got it together. In a while. Just the way that she moves, the way in terms of her look, how she carries herself, how she carries herself. Yeah. I can see Mia Yim going back to WWE because like, I I think there was an element of like Triple H liking her as well. And I think if it's a short run thing that she's there for, because you don't see impact delivering out sort of big contracts, this is the best use of her in order to try, you know, trying yeah. to get Jordan Jordan Grace over. So I have kind of no no issue with that. That I was really between three point seven five and four. Like I thought for me, three, I, I was I'm probably erring towards three point seven five because I thought it, like yeah. there were times it wasn't necessarily that real top end. And so it sounds like it's a slight on this, but like both of them generally, unless they're in there with people who are really good. Are, are, at times in the past kind of you know somewhat flattered to deceive but it all seemed to really work and gel together i've just liked this jordan grace title reign yeah and i'm glad that they're going with it when you look at the champions that they're generally going with you know apart from the tag team division which looks like it's going to probably end up on the kingdom anyway it's going to be taven and bennett good choice that one which i again I don't like them. I mean, watch that Matt Taven 60 minute match like against Jay Lethal. I'm still scarred by that, mate. That oh, was like. No. I'm a big no. Taven guy. Fucking out of all that but, lot, he's fucking, you know. Within, maybe never a world champion for you for you guys, no, but you got to have but, him on the, on the roster for me. But a Mike Bennett who has really sort of surpassed expectations since he's come back out, like he, he, since he's left WWE, and Matt Taven as tag champions, I'm fine. I prefer him to the Good Brothers. I think there's more yeah. stuff you can do than the Good Brothers aren't going to be there. I'd be happier for them to have it. But the idea of like Jordan Grace, Josh Alexander, Mike Bailey as your main singles champions is pretty rock solid from a certainly like an in-ring perspective at this point. It's yeah. it's whether or not it can break out. But I think that they've burnt off so many people at various times over the years that these kind of salvage operations just take longer and longer. And in many ways, you just don't want the structure of what they've got at the moment to change because it appears to be working for them. They've improved that mid card. The pickups like a Steve Macklin have worked out really well. He's still the same bloke. The last <laughs> time I was interested in mate, he was lost in a minute and a half to Hiromu. And it was just the fact that it was shocking. Nearly watching him and Zack Sabre Jr. Live. And it was like near lost 40 minutes. Nearly lost fell asleep at your call. <laughs> a lot of fondling, JB. A lot of fondling in that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, it really was. I was just going to say on the Jordan Fondle Grace fest. front, like I think with yeah, with hair, it's almost like I always like the idea of Jordan Grace more than like the reality. Like if you said to me mm. who were the better women's wrestlers in the country, I'd be like, well, obviously, like you know, Diana Parazzo and Jordan Grace. You know, I'd always like that's always a name I'd mention. And then we get to these reviews, and I go, it's all right. <laughs> you know, but this was the this was this, the one for her though. Yeah, yeah I Break think that one perfect that, yeah. role for. And I shouldn't be surprised she was in there with Mia Yim 
who's fucking yeah. you know as far as pros grow, pros go Matt you know a professional wrestler but in a women's division that's me a year isn't it like I'm surprised yeah. AEW yeah. didn't pick it up like but you know when they brought Keith Lee in Keith Lee as well don't yeah, necessarily exactly, have to sign yeah. everyone's spouses but ah, it wouldn't have shot me if it helps though doesn't it came in well yeah it might have been a foot through the door and it might have it would she would definitely add something to you know to that women's division but yeah here in this role it was definitely the most convincing I've felt you know Jordan Grace's like the big knockout champion well we'll talk about this match and then we'll talk about the uh, you know the other title matches because that you know as jp says they all kind of tie together as you know you've got that strong you know that strong linchpin in, in each of these uh divisions but yeah i would i'd go 3.75 on a uh, on grace grace and yim which is high rating as i've given yeah, yeah i think any yeah. women's yeah. match in a in impact recently i i loved it matt yeah, no, as I say before, the, the, the hard hitting, the other go, you could tell they both said to each other before they went out there, let's put like a proper one on here, let's lay it in. And even like the ending, like the, the kick out, and that like, the fans were into it as well. Like, I know it was in yeah. Chicago, so you're going to get a good crowd. And it was, I want to see the numbers on that. I'd be surprised if it wasn't high hundreds there, JP. You know what I mean? Because it, it looked like hold, It looked like the same kind of crowd they got for like MLW. So it may have been around like a thousand. I hope so, because yeah, that's good because. As it's say, been an issue, isn't it? Just... The live houses have yeah. been great, but I think it's it's so much of a rebuilding project in many ways to get people yeah. to come to come out and dedicate themselves to this because yeah. they have to convince them that there isn't going to be fucking nonsense booking happening along the way. Well, with um, with Grace though, here, Ben, it's like as you say, like I, I'm, I've been a big fan, but as you say, in them big time spots, it's like. You, what you say, you, you don't really, she, not like glasses to deceive, but she's just missing that something on the next uh, pay per view bound for glory. Because I've seen some of the spoilers with the men's title, but I haven't seen that on regarding the women, so I don't know uh, who she's going to be on with on that. Maybe they'll bring someone in, I don't know, I don't know with that, but let's hope she can continue with it. Yeah. So it was good, yeah, it's really, really strong match. Where are they going in terms of the direction? I haven't seen this. This is B from the um. They said they had a six-pack challenge to determine the number one contender if we're linking this into the main event. And personally, I think this guy's been one of the most underrated wrestlers. You're gonna, you don't laugh at this one. <laughs> we'll go on to him in a minute, please, Ben. <laughs> but uh, uh, Eddie Edwards is fighting him, Ben, uh, guys, at the next event. So I, I think that's a... I'm a big fan of Edwards, like, really big fan. He, within that Impact Universe... Eddie Edwards means something, much in the same way yeah. people would despair at Sammy Callahan getting like a title shot. But within that world and to that fan base, they yeah. really, really into him. And Eddie Edwards has been a kind of consistently like top heel. With Honor No Honor More, yeah, as, that's it. With Honor yeah. No More as the faction. But he's always been, he's always been like the reliable go-to choice a lot of the time for them yeah. to go back to. So personally, I'm I'm not surprised. It's, to me, it's a bit more of an Eric Young style choice where you're just like, Okay, you, are you really putting your best foot forward here? But again, I expect them to have a perfectly good match. But JP, match I like it because it's with someone like it's all right. It's their WrestleMania, isn't it? So yeah. I'm glad it's not an outsider. I'm glad it's someone who's like there all year round, getting a shot. It's an impact match. You know what I mean? It's not like an outsider coming in. I like that. I like that with it. You know what I mean? You can you can put him in that spot, and that'll be a great match with Alexander. He is good boys, but I just think like. It's coming to like it's this. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's this. Like your face champion has got a, his gimmick. Is we're having these great matches. It's like Which is. No, I want you. 
Yeah, no, he is, but that's not, you know, I hope Eddie Edwards wins. Like, I'm begging him to win that match. I can't wait for him to hopefully he wins that match. You're the one. So we can just get, yeah, to get something. It's like, I know Reigns is the champion, but he's the heel. It's like, we're protecting, you know, you have new shows helping this, that, and the other. I get it for a bit, but I do like him as well. But it's just like, I don't know, there's just something in the, like, wrestling episodic thing for me. I just want it to be a little bit different. I don't know. You know what I mean? I think, well, I, I don't know, I'd, I'd have to disagree because I think the thing that they're doing with him and the thing that I like generally they're doing with Josh Alexander is he's just going in there and having, his character is very much still a blue-collar character and he's yeah. a kind of blue-collar champion in many ways and he goes in and has very good matches against similar kind of blue-collar wrestlers and it, and that's the general vibe that you, you kind of, and I think that's what it gives them is an element of solidity because they haven't got like the kind of big name stars and neither should they have because they need to make sure that they're getting this company in that kind of settled place. And Josh Alexander is as good a choice as anyone for it there. It's just that there's not the depth in the challenges that you're going to have there unless you start to promote people within it. And this is where seeing an Ace Austin in there, I'd have been a bit more intrigued by because that's a feud that they've had before and they could go back to again. And then if it's not an Ace Austin, you know, other people around the card. It's just sometimes they're going to need, they're going to need to go in that kind of fresh new direction, like with a Trey Miguel or someone like that, rather than going back to the well with guys who aren't right. really like, because I don't think the pay-per-view buys are going to be big as a result of, of JP, this. where was he? going to be in the same field. He wasn't on this, was he? What, 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 he injured or something? I know it was weird that. He might well have been wins on telly as well. Really, last time I was watching. Looking at the spoilers, he was on the he was on the TV. Um, So there may have been something else going on. He's usually on all them events, though, isn't he? They always get a spot for him on the card. He was in there in a four way match with Black Taurus, Trey Miguel, Laredo Ah. Kid, and Ray Horus, and it's just like, and he didn't win it. It was Black Taurus. So where that leads to Black Taurus possibly coming up against um, Mike Mike Bailey against Mike Bailey. Fine, (laughs) why not? That would be a kind of fun match, a different match, but yeah. like you, they could go down down that route with it. I wouldn't necessarily blame them. Yeah, definitely. Well, this main event then, Matty, five mm. stars, Alex, Alex Shelley and, uh, and Justin. No, I'm not doing. Come on, Ben, off. <laughs> you know, no chance. But it was it was a bit long for me. It was a little bit long, you know. And I, I know you. I, I go for a flip flop with Shelley because against certain people that do like him, and mm. I know you're. A, I always had you down as a big Motor City machine guns guy. I'm going to be more wrong. I know, I know. I'm shocked no. at that. Like Shelley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's shaving, isn't it? But yeah. um, and it, that style is good, and it I, it was the match you knew, and probably what everyone expected it to be. It was the wrestling early that built and built to the moves. You're always going to get that, but it was a little bit too long for me, and I've seen it. A million times before, so it's not I think my life. I've added to it because I, I think it took a little bit to get going, and I think yeah. I really bought into the near fall. You know, Shelley doing the the shell shock twice, no. and you know, and he's never going to win a million years. But he did I'm, well with like making the fans. Then for me, no, no, I, I didn't to buy it a little no. bit, and I hadn't seen spoilers. I, I somehow watched this spoiler free, and I'd seen like the, I don't know if you saw it, JP that killer segment they had on a uh, on Impact where oh, like, Shelley was like patting him on the head and being like, Boss, you know, yeah. you're finally going to get your dream, which is you know a, a match of me going to get finally meet. I'm a Chris Saban guy, he said, didn't he? I'm more a Chris Saban <laughs> guy. Yeah, got to shout that one. It was good stuff. He was, he was going to be another Alex Shelley Mark. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. They, they gave stakes. You've got to keep a mic away from Alexander as well, Ben, they to be did. fair. Like. <laughs> and I thought the story they told generally in the match, which mm. is ultimately that Alex Shelley is more experienced and he is that bit more innovative, but he's not used to that kind of big match, like big singles kind of match run for it. And I thought some of the offense was really innovative. I thought the, the spot where he got him into the Kimura and the kind of half crab as well. I thought that was that was like really good in there. And it worked, especially when, you know, you had Alexander trying to hit the C4. Um, the spot with the sliced bread into the tombstone, which aren't, they aren't the biggest. They're not the, the biggest, most splashy spots, but they were just so well done. And it built up in terms of pace, because I would have agreed that it was like, at the beginning, you knew that, like, okay, this is a settling in period. You can see the time yeah. left on a show like this, and you go, all right, so they're going to go about <laughs> over 20, aren't you? So you're yeah, kind definitely. of expecting it. But it wasn't like I was ever bored or dull and um and i was you know watching it sounds a bit weird i was watching a lot of this card in a hot tub and it maintained my attention <laughs> throughout the it sounds very very good that jp i've sort of dropped this in in about like the two hour 10 mark of the show just to drop in that i've spent a large proportion of the week and hot girlfriend got a hot tub basically oh, we've been I'll working our socks off trying to get this I'll flat go. ready i hope it was It'll a cold tub this weekend fucking hell Oh, mate, it, it, <laughs> proper warm. The problem is you don't want to leave. So right. even at one point, I was slightly wor- worrying about not getting back in time and everything else. But I managed to sit down and, like, I was really concentrating on this show and this card, like, while in the hot tub. I don't know what it was. It created the right relaxation aura. Sat there with my phone in a in a hot tub, which probably isn't necessarily a good thing. Not in the water. I'm not a fucking fool. But, yeah, <laughs> so I've, I've spent, like, about three, four days basically in a hot tub. Possibly some more tomorrow. That's not going to... Are we ruling that out? No, no, not at all. Possibly could be. Depends if it rains or not. Might even be nicer with it. But yeah, it was... But I thought it was... Um, I, you know, this match for me was like... I, I thought it was a... Yeah, Josh Alexander four-star main event from a professional wrestling point. I mean, I would argue... I would I would be with Matty in the sense that I never thought Shelley was going to win it. Right. It wasn't what I was necessarily watching for was the possibility of a title change. I was yeah, quite glad. Yeah. Like yeah. in some ways it's about solidifying the reign and you can go back to Alex Shelley. It's kind of proven that actually you can slot him, it, him and Chris Saban in and out of that top end of the They're going to be a trio, aren't they, going forward? Oh, I know. And, and I, know. I wish they'd team. fuck him off and just at some point explain it. This back to the future stuff, man. <laughs> I was, I was sure. so bored of it yeah. in like the, the yeah. Yeah. Now they're called the motor. Is it the Motor City Time Splitters? I think it's nice they're that they're like you know they've merged the two tag teams and stuff. I don't hate it. I don't. It's not it nice. Team. The idea of it's nice in practice. It's dull as dishwater because he's involved. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, No. Like uh, there was a time where it's like I can acknowledge he's good. Maybe move him up to the to the heavyweights. That could be that. And then it, it's the same character. And it's and I'm just like so done with it. <laughs> well, <laughs> so is the bloke in the motorbike who's just left there. He's absolutely disgusted by this. You know, can I use can oh, I use your line on on uh, what you use on that match? It was a pre- professional wrestler match between two professional wrestlers. Well, that's what that's I'll say. What Josh Alexander gives you. Like, don't get me wrong. If this was any other promotion, I wouldn't have him as world champion. But at Impact's level, for what they are, like, it's he's got a ceiling. It's a bit like Gresham, to be oh, honest. Yeah. I never think Gresham's yeah. ever going to have a five-star match in his life. I think 
Alexander is a pro's pro. He's going to deliver you three and a half to four star matches. Never anything better than that, but it is what it is. But they need someone like that. Like JP said there, you made a great point. They need consistency, and he gives you that. And at some point, when the right person comes along, he's going to drop the belt. But for now, like, yeah, for the, the size impact is and for what they do, and with the, let's just say, lack of other options, he's well, a great world champion tomorrow. If the next show is Victory Road... Is that going to be the Eddie Edwards defence? No, Edwards is, is no Edwards is specifically one for bound for glory. Okay, it's, fair yeah. enough. Because I mean, I I would still always maintain that the person they would need to go to next, well, you'd want it to be a heel, Ace Austin, yeah. in terms of it being their guy. That would be the he option of where you go to. I next. can't see that at all, though. I mean, I I agree with you, but I just can't see that. I can't see how they do mm. that. It's it takes. It if we get if we get Japan tours in the mix, it will end up. Stay, making him kind of stale all round because I did think that about like why is he in this match him and Chris Bay should be doing much more interesting things than this like in, in a lot of ways they're just sort of like they were there for the sake of it then being used and that's the problem with Ace Austin being in Bullet Club is it's like everyone being in Bullet Club it doesn't mean anything at that point they're just like it's it's a thing for a wrestler to go traveling around touring in order to get some more dates. I'm in it Bullet Club. It might more dates, exactly. That's the thing, isn't it? That's, the, that's, that's the, what it does. More merch money. Yeah. And it's should for Chris Bay, by the way. I don't know why he's not made a, a trip yet. So I hope that, uh, that, that materializes. Yeah. Um, why he wasn't involved in the juniors. But um, yeah, so I, I like Josh Alexander, like Shelley Plenty. I go mm. 3.75 on that one. The other match I really enjoyed in the show, we'll go through our, our other highlights and to link in, you know, the three titles, as JP said there. Shock anyone to know I really enjoyed the Mike Bailey match. Uh, <laughs> I feel seen on that wow. one. <laughs> like when I was live at the Red Pro match and I messaged you, it's like, oh, Mike Bailey just had a great match like on this Red Pro show. And I was like, of course, you did. it was you and a, it was you and a Mike Bailey match. Of course you liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I like Mike Bailey, what can I say? And I love Jack yeah. Evans. So... You know, while there were definitely a couple of iffy moments, I was going to say near the end, Jack I'll Evans you, like... didn't look up for this. Jack Evans looked hungover, no. like, but yeah. even hungover Jack Evans is still quite entertaining, so it still worked. But he did look hard of it. It's almost like he's put too much bulk on. Was what I thought about Jack Evans on this yeah. one. It was a bit like he wasn't moving great, or you know, maybe he was sick. Let's just say that rather than hungover. I don't know, but he didn't look entirely up for it. But they still went out. It was still dead exciting, wasn't it? You know, loads of fun counters. Mm. You know, the, the kicks and stuff. Yeah. Jack Evans bringing bringing that stuff back in. Like I say, there was that one really fluff counter they did in the corner that the commentary did a, a good job like covering for. But you know, hard hitting, great opener. Had to knock a quarter star up because of some of those uh, miss communications but still very enjoyable you know three and a half star opener like is does yeah. like bailey have a worse match on three and a half stars like it it doesn't happen he's just he, he is yeah, that's like, his like low low ceiling eh? oh, yeah that's his low ceiling yeah yeah i got me if he's not... with him in a red pro manchester i'll uh, use that on the show match as and, well big my bailey and if he and if he's not gonna have that kind of because the thing i would say is he's not had a kind of marquee match yet in impact, like again, you'd argue possibly like Josh Alexander, it's been a series of cons- very consistent, like yeah. title defenses and in generally better matches, but obviously not given time or the kind of placement on the card for having that kind of gravity there. Um, I need to ask you, Lance, very quickly before I continue this point is the washing machine too noisy? No, I can't hear it. No, I can't hear it. Can't hear it. Okay. No. That's a Billy bonus then in that case. <laughs> People who aren't watching along like, no fucking idea what this bit is. <laughs> Benno can't cut it out. So, yeah. Um, 
it, it it feels like what they did was the right thing here in terms of having it as being like a kind of a novelty match. It's Jack Evans and Impact. He's he's only yeah. ever been there a couple of times in the past. He's available. He's there. No doubt he'll be on his way back to AAA soon yeah. enough. I'll be stunned if he isn't. So you get him in there and you have the match. And at least then you've got the novelty to it. If you're not going to have him, say, beat Trey Miguel again or go against someone, another sort of Chris Bay or other X-Division style stalwart. I just wish in some ways what they haven't done with Bailey yet is kind of do a proper feud. A proper storyline. It still wouldn't surprise me if when they're bound for glory, they put him in an ultimate X match. I was going to say that. No, like give him a title match with some meaning to it. And have an ultimate X for the number one contender at the start. They're going to have that on the card, JP, let's be on the agony. They will do. They want to fit in a load of people. Black yeah. Taurus is definitely in that because he can fight <laughs> yeah. as they fall yeah. That's yeah. in wrestling, isn't he? Yeah, he is. To Meltzer, yeah. <laughs> he is. <laughs> why'd, you lo- why'd you love that one, JP? <laughs> uh, that's proper what? IWC talk, that base. though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, great base. I, I, I can do all base. that. I can do all that, JP. <laughs> I'm, I'm with him in it as well, yeah. This this great base, so, you know. He's the, a- he's the <laughs> ace of base, base so to speak, isn't he? But he used to use oh, base yeah, A base was a bad wrestler to that. A base is a bad A base is just someone who like can't do nothing for me. But in my terms, of base, yeah, he's just a base. He's there. He doesn't do anything. He just like like Doc Gallows. He's a bad base, and he? he just can't do nothing. Yeah. Although I'm gonna praise him. That's the best I've seen him in this ten man tag. I've got to give him a bit of credit for that. And he's feeling full. Feeling feeling sympathy, selling the shoulder. I, I don't, credit where credit's due, he, he was really good. Not, I'm assuming that PCO throw through a table on that spot. You know, like much yeah. more, and more, an old man stood up on a railing and fell backwards. Well, the teasing that JP on the spoilers, where uh, did you read the spoilers? No, but what did they do? The no. teasing, uh, you know, with Heath, did you watch all the people, Heath come out. Oh, yeah, Heath and, and Kenny King. Yeah, so Heath um, in the ring on a no more, done Heath in, and we're holding him. And said to PCO, like, finish him off. But PCO couldn't do it. So it's a good way to get him out. Hopefully, they'll tease that PCO just got off and left it. And I, I think know. he's going to get booted. He, he doesn't fit. I haven't said to you, he doesn't fit in the group, does he, for me? It's insulting to the honor. Well, I mean, he is a yeah. Ring of Honor world champion. I know for no, he better, is, when but he, he just, debates them, like, PCO's there. He is, but he's he not there. Wilson Rain, <laughs> Joe Rain, the PCO <laughs> Rain, though. That's, that's up there in the He's above. there with Tyler Black and, uh, you know. Jay Lethal. <laughs> Matt, Matt Taven. <laughs> Matt Taven. What a Madison Square Matt Garden. What, what a Madison Square Garden, boys. Madison Square Taven, from. you mean? But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great night, that one. But anyway. <laughs> it was not. So. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no. Um, hmm. Sorry, go on, Ben. I was just gonna, do you want to talk to the other highlights from the show? I, I'd say Bray Horace and Bandido was another one, as far as like... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I say those those names, you know what it was. You know, but yeah, like exactly. you said, JP, yeah, nice, you know. nice to see Bandido knocking about an impact. I don't think he's going to be in Tony Khan's ROH much going forward. No. So not a bad place for him to land. Yeah, I thought that if he's there in AAA and impact will let him work anywhere, it's a it's a good fit. Sorry to interrupt. No, go for it. No, that's fine. Yeah, that, that that's it. I mean, what is this to say on the match really? I'm sure you were laughing at uh, various spots in there, matters. Uh, Band- I hate that Bandido's stupid finish where he flips over them, so over the top, and then comes back to the, the gym. And I fucking hate that move. He just went for get like more, get more, times get more momentum, Bano. Get more momentum. No, it's on worse the, on the than over. classic <laughs> ROH. is worse than Badger Bigness's rebound lariat. I never liked that either. Uh, <laughs> kill me now, uh, hardcore ROH fans. Show them coming. Uh, but yeah, no, but, 
Mm. I've seen Horace, most of Horace's work. I've seen him PGW, uh, PWG. He's, right, he's on yeah. there all the time. So he's like, I've seen these matches a million. Me and D Run Ben, they would have done a few years ago. I've seen yeah, these a million times. <laughs> it's like, what if you never get? I never. Twenty ten. Yeah, I never get bored of them. <laughs> we will one day. We have to go through that that book. Then I've got it all written down. So we have to show all the guys on the yeah. From when you got into the. Oh, me star. We. I look back at some of these matches and you laugh your head off and be like, "What? He was in that one. Fuck that." Well, there's a lot of bandido, a lot of horrors, a lot of all that. You asked the melter. You were throwing off fives like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. Definitely, every match in that book is four stars in it, and there's like hundreds. <laughs> it's just that, like, Bandido could be, like, if you think about AEW's kind of that, they've worked on unhiring sort of several Mexican stars, and they've probably, like, Horace and Bandido don't fit into that mix. Certainly not Ray Horace, who's always been at that level below, even at the JP, time we've seen him. Is Bandido cancelled in some circles though? Because I can't get it. Because for me, he's one of the best. He's one of the best not, out there of that type only, of wrestler. Not is really. It not? Just over. It was over who he was booking for his promotion. Yeah. Right. Okay. But it's, it's a no-brainer really. for me for AEW. It's a no-brainer. I totally wanted them it's, at the start, didn't he? In ROH, picked them too. Yeah, the Bucks loved him. Yeah, yeah, wasn't he on All In? He was yeah, on All In yeah, in the main yeah. event, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Being at the time, and he's young. Like they want. He's like twenty-five. Yeah. Like he is. This is not a guy who's particularly old. It is, it is a case for every major wrestling company in the world. You need some sort of representation where you've got people who are considered proper luchadors appearing on your card. Yeah. And he ticks box. that box. Ray Horace is one of those people, if you like, well, if you want someone who's going to work with a luchador, who probably isn't yeah. as expensive as the top-end ones, then you get him in to work there as well. I mean, I suppose you could yeah. hire a psycho clown or something, but it'd be somewhat of a waste of time and, and probably spending a bit more money for it. So it ticked like the box it needed to do. Well, but, but he's gone. But away, he's up to these days, Flamita. I like, I like him as well, but... Demonic Flamita, wasn't he, for a bit? Yeah, yeah, he turned here finally. All them JPDs are all my world in, in that indie run. I've seen the combination of six mans and tags and trio matches and triple threats between all these is like just yeah, the old blend into one. Yeah, the fucking great don't just <laughs> never get bored of it. And see Matty's indie run making the uh, making Simon's run down of the show. It's <laughs> gonna be in there. Um, <laughs> making it help for him. I'm not lying, though, am I? I'm no, not lying. Yeah, yeah, it, was a, it was a fun period, mate. Oh, look back at that, yeah. fondly. Apart from that mania when uh, we ended up sat in yours at six in the morning and Brian Alvarez <laughs> was uh, wrestling Orange Cassidy and we wondered what we were doing. That was the life. peak, wasn't it? And the downfall at the same time. <laughs> oh, hey, Alvarez is doing GCW. Come on, tag match again. Yeah, I see it. With yeah. Tom Lawler in it. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's all. Hope he gets his head kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> I like Brian Alvarez. <laughs> I mean, in the, in the match, you mean, of course. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, any other notes on Impact, sorry, before we, uh, we move um, on to a tournament season? One last, I mean, I wouldn't mention too much about the stuff that was on that sort of before the emergence card, oh, the that. countdown show they had. Uh, it was the, the women's tag, which is just a storyline where they're kind of, they've got Jessica, it's basically building up to a Ty of Valkyrie Rosemary feud. But then Ty of Valkyrie's rumoured to be leaving. <laughs> Ty of Valkyrie's rumoured to be leaving again to go back yeah. to, to WWE and, and go back to be one of the signings there. But they've done a thing where with Jessica Havoc that they've turned her into a Ty of Valkyrie type sort of character. And it's, you know, obviously for comedic effect, ever since you come back from the undead realm, Benno, you missed this. Um, yeah. I found this out today again in the hot tub, so I couldn't really move. Like I was just sort of sat there, like I'm gonna have to watch this, aren't I? The match itself wasn't much to write home about, but I did want to. We mentioned it very briefly, but the Steve Macklin, um, yeah, Sammy Callahan stuff was was like a hell of a lot of fun for what it yeah. was. 
Um, and it was, you know, turning into the no DQ was the kind of easy win for that kind of live crowd. It ticked the box. We're going to get back to Sammy Callahan and Moose again at the at Battle what, for yeah, Glory. Is the trilogy, the trilogy match. What, what's it going to be though? Is or will it be a triple threat? Because he says he's not in. He's not working with Steve Macklin. No, well, JP, spoiler alert again. Moose, one or one or the other. I think it was Macklin in that six pack. T- pinned the other guy, so I think Macklin turned on Moose, so I think we might get a silver threat match. Nah, that would kind of make But then, it, it's just seeing Steve Macklin in there and how well he's generally done, and how he's fitted into the kind of impact just ecosystem. A, just a bloke, any better. <laughs> pick him out of a lineup, mate. Give me ten wrestling we like ones, put them in the room, make them pick Mate, that uh, angle he did at last match just was the know. cameraman. Come on. <laughs> me, me and JP like him. He's a he's a he's a good hand. He's good in there. He's, he's in yeah. the stripes, That is just a bloke when he turned up the last event to have the crowd out the best shout. The definition of that. <laughs> just a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the finish was great. The uh, zip wire and the pile driver with his hands behind his back. Fucking loved all yeah. that. Like, yeah, really good. But a couple of spots in that ten man we forgot to mention was yeah. the Taven getting launched over. And Ace Austin giving him the fold Gold, off yeah. the apron onto everyone. Fucking love that. I yeah. love that. Like so. <laughs> yeah, just a, another great show, but I honestly thought it really because I didn't go in with high expectations, but I usually am excited. I thought, all right. And it just I fucking loved it. We're starting to now though, because how many times we've done yeah. this like four times this year at least. Like, yeah, oh, we have great that impact show. Like at some point we're gonna be like, oh, we didn't meet the standards of the year. Because <laughs> we're going in. But Bad for Glory is usually the big one as well, isn't it? So yeah, we don't, let's not get our expectations oh, too high for it. Yeah. I IWC Starcade, that one. It really <laughs> yeah. is. It's uh, well, Mania. Yeah. You say that I'm the WWE. I think I've been on for the last like 40 and a pay-per-views. <laughs> <laughs> and we did the that. TNA month one. Shall yeah. we were on that. <laughs> there he is. Uh, but no, another enjoyable show from Impact. So yeah, keep definitely this up, to keep this up. I'm sure there's another one in like two weeks. There probably is. Um, it's the, the Long Star Stampede or something. Well, it's two it's nights yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. We got more impact to look forward to in a, <laughs> in a couple of weeks. But yeah, good show from them as always. But uh, yeah, unless there's uh, anything else you've watched, Matt, Matty, I think it's uh, it's wrestling for points time. Unless you can uh, derail us with uh, <laughs> <Fucking enough>. <laughs> fucking Bruce Forsyth time, is it? What's going on here? <laughs> Bruce Forsyth, bro. for fuck's sakes. Fucking uh, <laughs> no, behavior. This is where I've, my ears are fully open now for JP to be to listen to. Really? Oh, I, I oh, don't yeah. know what yeah, I'm going to do here. Well, let JP go. go I've, not, I've not seen as much of these you're laying into. I probably saw more Noah today than anything else. Was sort of like the Noah first day from the N1. Because guess what? They've got more than like just like four G1 matches on the card. Because so the stuff I saw, and again, picking and choosing from it. So from day 15, I saw Akada versus Tom Tom Lawler, which I would recommend as well. Particularly, I don't know if you saw the Tom Lawler post-match promo that he was saying about his sister. Oh, emotional one. Yeah, I've seen yeah. it. On, I didn't watch it, but I've seen people talking about it, yeah, on Twitter. It was very, very good. Like, yeah. really, really, like, kind of good for that saying, like, you know, living out his dreams. And it was clearly a big thing on there. And it was um, a kecti- effectively, a, a, like, in terms of the story of the match, you had Lawler trying to kind of take um, Akada apart and, and kind of use his wrestling. In the end, Akada ends up winning. 
um, does did end up doing a kind of roll up on him as well. So I thought that was that was very very good, and it generally made me think that Lawler has been booked. St- I know he's lost some matches on here as well, but it's not like he's coming and he's just a pin eater. Like okay. he's come away with credibility. How far in to the G1 are we? In all seriousness, is it like so halfway in? We've got no. We near. We're near the end. So you so, know who's going to like who's going to so be winning this, and stuff. So day eighteen, I want to say is Thursday. That's an all. That's at the Budokan. So the last three nights are at the Budokan. You've got. Um, I want to say it's the Thursday. You've got the last block day. So it's just yeah. all just block matches throughout the card, which is something they used to do, but they don't do anymore. But that's when the G1 was like like nine dates over 11 days. Yeah, and it was just, yeah. Everyone was a G1 match. Um, so you've got that. Then you've got the semi-finals. I want to say, is that on the Saturday? And then on the Sunday, you've got the, um, or I could be getting the dates mixed up, but the, the, the three dates were then yeah. uh, the Sunday of the finals. It's normally on a Sunday. What you'll also have is stuff setting up for Wrestle Kingdom, so you'll probably have some angles and whatnot setting up for like Dominion and the other cards. Is that like the, the day after they always have like a show? Or is that on oh, no, that's Wrestle no, Kingdom? They that's Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, yeah, that yeah. new, uh, yeah, the new year. The, the angles up after that, don't they? Yeah, usually? yeah. I, they don't yeah. really do as much of that now as what they used to, but they, they, they'll, they'll save it for this because they'll have all those wrestlers there. It's whether not a team like FTR turn up, even if it's in yeah. a VTR base, because you know, let's face it, they're a um. You know they're the tag team champions. Okay, they're the champs, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was fun. I mean, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Goto, I thought was was very good as well. Like you know, sort of more of a big sort of shit kicking effect. It was the fact that Goto has had a bit of a, a a bit of a push, like in I say a bit more of a push than we has in recent years. Um, it's very much like a, a kind of open block, but that was that was fine. Um, I haven't seen. Day 16, but I have heard from it that the Osprey Yoshihashi match was um was very good. Yoshihashi sort of showing a bit more in the in the tournament as well. I'll get the rankings up on here in a minute. I was gonna as well. say I want to see who's gonna like win and actually win this thing or build up to well, you know what that's and then the last day we had was day 17 recently. So we had that as the um it might even be today that block thing. I'm just looking at today's dates, the 16th, the time of recording, because we're, yeah. we're about one in the morning now. Mm. Um, and he had uh, apparently what was a very good, and this is going on Bruce Lord's report on here. Jeff Cobb, Tom Lawler was seen as being a lot of fun, and um, Tanahashi Kenta for those. But um, I should get the uh, should get the standings up at the moment yep. to see. Then I'll see just, where, where, or this. Please. This is what I've been waiting for. The standing, the rankings, mate, the table. I've been doing the FPL all over here. It's going to change my because I don't give a fuck. So, oh, no. got I, I can't believe it. Well, it's exciting there. So, Block A, you've got a yeah. card on eight. He's leading. Him and Lance the Archer fresh, is the... the it's him versus Lance Arch. See who wins the wins the block. Oh, come on, you're going to go with a card of winning that. It's, it's like betting against Real Madrid not to win their Champions is this League. Like, is this like Austin winning the rumble three times? How many times he won the G1? I'll probably be stumbling. But and this is only to get to the semis, mate. Oh right, okay, this is okay, only to okay. Get to the semis, and it's him. It's, it's either him or Lance Archer. Then it's Jonah on six, Tom Lawler on six, Jeff Cobb on six. So like they've done all right. Farley's got four. Yano's got two. Um, 
And then in B block, you've got Jay White on a perfect 5-0, and 10 points. Tamatonga on 8, who is going to be the spoiler for him, I imagine. Um, then you've got Sonada, 3-2. and two. He's on 6. Taichi on 4, along with Chase Owens, Great Okan, and Ishii on 2, which is scandalous to have Ishii at the bottom of that block, really. C block, you've got Zack Sabre Jr. on 8, Naito on 6, Goto on 6, Kenta on 6, Tanahashi on 6 as well. That's close then, isn't it? It's a close one, that. It's a, it's a, it's, you know, you're getting through to those two ga- those games, they should all be wrestling at the same time, so no one can... I was going to say, yeah, last day of season, 3 o'clock, yeah. That's <laughs> what you should have there. Um, and then Evil's on 4 points, Hanare's on 2 points, at least no Evil there, so every... Uh, now, the crazy one is D-Block, because you've got Shingo, Osprey, David Finley, Yujiro, and Yoshihashi all on six points going into the... But it's but Shingo and Will Osprey have got three and two, so they've got another match to go. And then Juice Robinson on four, ELP on two. Um, he so got his first win. I saw that, him versus David, David Finley. I th- want to say, is it A versus D and uh, B versus D? That's like could the playoffs. Should be like the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. You should have fourth v fifth and yeah. third v sixth. So, yeah, that's why it should be. Looking at post for in the morning. So is this right? So only Okada and, and Archer are eligible to win the A block. So if Okada yeah. wins or draws, he wins the block. If Archer Archer beats Okada, he wins the block. So that's Okada's to win, Okada. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, even if Jonah wins and Archer wins, they would all have four and two, but Archer would have wins over both. So, yeah, Archer would win the tiebreaker. So, basically, Okada's going to win that block. Is that basically the uh, the submission? Is Jonah got another match left, does he? Battle Fala, yeah, apparently in the morning. Open so, in theory, <laughs> if he got the same as Okada, he would win because he beat Okada on the head-to-head. So, that would be the only kind of drama that I wouldn't be surprised if they played into it. Mm. That it's more about the fact that Jonah could win the block rather than... Than um than Archer beating. Jay White's gonna win the beat back surely as well if he's undefeated. Do you mm. think? But is he, is he doing? Yeah. I've only seen Tamatonga's getting a push. Isn't he as a singles JP? He is never champion. Yeah, yeah. A, could a, easily a, be yeah. wrong on that. Could have changed several <laughs> times. Um, <laughs> I could still see him losing to Tamatonga because it. It sort of furthers the story whilst I was going to say that's time. a storyline, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it also would mean that they would end up level on points. I'm pretty sure that is one of the last matches. I'll, I will check what that Buddha could They left to go for each other, them two. Uh, yeah. If I bring it up on here, they've got it as the... Uh, if I get here, it's the Tuesday card on here. So yeah, you've got Jay White, Tamatonga, Jonah versus Farley, then Akada versus Archer, which is setting up you know, Jay White versus Tamatonga, where they could end up doing something there. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Naito. Is that what you're going to say as well, Benno? That's for the C block. That's yeah. pretty much going to decide it. Let's assume Naito wins. going to say Naito Okada. I mean, fucking <laughs> 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 2018. We can pretend we've not seen this match like a million times. Are they going to go to it? Absolutely. Because... This is what sells tickets domestically in Japan, but there's de- well, definitely is, a law of diminishing returns. You can't, you can't return. argue with that, JP, can you? You can't. Well, I think you can if you think for the like, if it's very short term, how much more tickets, how many many more tickets are you actually selling with this match? Not is there enough. come a point where people have seen it and that you have to space it out? So from it's like Akana and Tanahashi, their matches have spaced out. You rarely see them which means that they are kind of special, that you oh, okay. are aware of this brilliant feud that they had and they're trading the title backwards and forwards, but now they're in a different point in their career. If the, 
they've done this before where they've gone to a Carda Naito, mm. like just out of, because it's there and it's something to do. And it, I, I don't know, like putting Zach in the semis is a much more interesting route. It would be a reward for him being around all throughout the pandemic. And he's the kind of person who, let's face it, if you're doing three days of dome shows, it gives a fuck who wins the G1 briefcase. That's the other issue that you get to it, is it still doesn't really matter in the scheme of things. Because you can have people like Abushi win it and they get a match and then Naito loses in the final to him and still ends up in the main event anyway. So you're like, oh, me. Yeah. yeah, you've set that precedent. The precedent Benno. is New Japan, who cares? I think you put but that Benno, cares If I would have said to you, Benno, if I would have said to you four years ago, you've watched more WWE than New Japan, you would have put me in a state jacket, wouldn't you? You would have put me in a state jacket. <laughs> no, I am not saying WWE was better. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you're saying it's better, but you've watched more of it. You would have put me in a fucking behind bars mm. with me to tell you. This week, yeah. I mean, last week, because we had Canada, I made a bit of an effort to do a bit of a catch-up. But did that feel more to do it again for this week? No. Like that's me as like I was a like a casual New Japan. What has happened to it? Like no one really talks about what what has happened as it fell off that much because of well, the crowds, because of COVID, are. the booking. You said what is it? A combination of it all. You said innocently, like before we recorded. I haven't even seen a gif. Part of the reason, <laughs> like they they yeah, well, they yeah. crack down on on. Uh, being able to post it's not Will's going to shout at me out. it's not the reason you just TV Asahi but TV Asahi have basically stopped oh, yeah, really? yeah anyone who mm-hmm. does that either gets the Twitter account you know either gets a strike or you might lose your Twitter account for posting it no you one almost, speaks to them about them you're actively know punished for trying to engage people in New Japan discourse that's partly a reason mm. you're not here and talk but it's not the main reason Will leave me alone it, the main reason is that New Japan is just a bit boring and shit like and it has been for a couple but why of years. aren't you allowed to say that if it is it's like you it's are. like frowned upon if, well, you're not, if, you're, saying, if, it, if you're a New Japan commentator you're not allowed to say that and you, no, you, know, shit, you rail against shit, the very idea of star ratings not everything's great is it yeah well it's... not according to some people with kanji and in the in the profile name and anime avatars because you know it's part of their personality and there's people with new japan podcasts who you know their life is covering new japan so as if they're gonna admit when it's it's gone down the tube if they like it boring the book ghetto burnt out years ago the clap crowds we said it with karen last week you know you can intellectually look at it and go well, you know, it makes sense for them to continue our clock crowds because of, you know, you could have half the attendance, but then they make half the money. You know, you can make the intellectual argument, well, at the end of the day, locally, you know, this just G1, mm. you know, setup worked better because you had all the stars on all the shows, so that'll sell more tickets. All that makes sense, but you could still watch it and go, you're right, but the end result is a really fucking cold, boring product. And it's, yeah, it's a combination <laughs> of ghetto losing his, losing his touch. You know, evil. You know, is and the House of Torture a massive turn off for me. I don't, I don't want to ever see that man wrestle again. Um, yeah, the the, the repetitive nature of the booking because, and again, you can logically say they're in stasis because we're in COVID times and they haven't got full crowds back yet. So you don't want to do you know too much. So you will go back to your Okadanitos and your old reliables. But the end result still is a really boring, cold, yeah. you know, grey product, which and- is what it is. And yeah, the format of this year's tournament has not helped at all because instead of there being yeah. a block days and blue block days there's all of this com- confused mess of mixed days and just 
yeah, there's no reason to keep up. And I, I was actually, I literally found out on air tonight that it finishes this week. I thought there was another couple of weeks to go. I didn't realize yeah. we got this far along. It's over already. And have you heard any Where's the start of star matches? Five star Grand Prix ends in like October. Mm. There's like bits where they've got big shows in between, as Karen was telling us last week, where there's just nothing happening and it takes ages. Yeah. But these, it, they're very un like, there's a, it's so cynical that they thought we need to spread this out. So we do more dates. So we sell more tickets because they've ultimately got a ticket target that they're aiming for. And that is above all else, which means you go to the well with big matches like a Carter versus Naito again and again and again. And then more and more broken down each time. So there's those kind of law of diminishing returns in terms of what you're getting back as a fan for it. And it's, a, it's like an, it, I mean, there's like a whole series of things. Like, say, some of it is COVID-related. A lot of it was already in play beforehand. There were there were issues with the product, really, since, I suppose, I mean, kind of thinking sort of 2019, like the start of 2019. Since Kenny left as well. That, that must have had something to do there with it. There was that. Well. But yeah. then the Kenny rain, but the Kenny rain wasn't good anyway. Like, which is the point we raised on the on the Patreon show, patreon.com forward slash grapple. Um, but it was it, it wasn't as good anyway. Uh, um, so I think they've they've ended up in and it's just the fear of trying anything really new and different, and it's screaming out for it, it's screaming out for just new different people. And then when yeah. you see a tournament like this they can't resist the crutches of, well, we'll have a Farley match and this is what it'll be and we'll have Euro matches. And it's the... Yano as well. <laughs> well, Yano has finished right at the bottom. He's won one match in the entire yeah. tournament. In some ways, that should be the role of that and that's fine and it's the comedy bit. And I, I get, you get the reason why he's being there, even if you're not mad necessarily about the ratches. It does serve a very practical purpose of the night off for people on there. But Euro yeah. winning three times... What's that going to do? You're going to have him involved in future storylines, or is he there because you have to have certain people lose along the way in order to create this kind of false drama at the end of the season? So, so even the upsets start to become that bit more predictable and less kind of logical with it. So the G1 itself feels like it's been booked exactly the same way for years. It's just that they've tried this time to mix it up with four blocks, but it's not four blocks with expanded quality. It's not like we were thinking like, oh, that suddenly me and Ben were hating on the G1 this year because they didn't book John Moxley and Brian Danielson. It's like, no, but you could have booked a lot more interesting people who actually are better wrestlers. And I know the idea of saying, oh, we need to have Ujiro on the shows for this. And it's like, well, that's your problem. You see that there's a need to have Ujiro on the shows. And it's there out of company loyalty because he's been with New Japan for the entirety of his career rather than to the betterment of a tournament. Having him on an undercard, fine, whatever, could really give less of a shit. I wouldn't be watching it anyway. But putting him in the tournament doesn't do anything. What does the G1 mean? G1 means grade one, as in excellence, as in the best wrestling tournament in the world. That fucker's got three wins this year. <laughs> like, that doesn't suggest that. Like, it kind of defeats the purpose of it. And it doesn't do the company any good to tell them false things about that everything is brilliant for it. Because all of the metrics in terms of like ticket sales, whether it be New Japan subs. I don't hear about them massively shooting up around the G1 period, which things happen when Moxley was in there. When Moxley was in there, it would, you know, there was a bit more, there was that little bit of buzz to it, but you just don't have it. And you've got all of the various issues going on around it, plus clap crowds only really ending next month. So it feels incredibly stale. They've like 
burnt out a lot of stuff. We haven't got the fresh combinations or the kind of new stars. And yet there is an effort to build some in this tournament, but it's built in a very new Japan way. So, you know, you're going to get people getting, Jonah gets the big win so Okada can beat him on the way to challenging for the title of the Dome. That's why that loss exists. And it's for no more reason than that. Now, that can be logical, but as a point, going back to what Ben I said earlier on, it doesn't make it exciting. You can yeah. work out what happens. That doesn't make it exciting. There isn't, I don't sense any sense, like even going through the stuff that could possibly happen. Is there a lot of drama that you're really invested in this? Naito or Zach? If they put it on Naito, you'd be completely unsurprised. If they put it on Zach, you'd be like, oh, okay, that's interesting having him win the block. Are they going to have him win the tournament? Probably not. Well, It'll be a Carter. The Carter challenging Jay White at Dome. That's because, you know, I'm a big fan of you and I like you. Right. No, I'm going to do for you. I'm going to watch the semis and the final this weekend. Good. That's what I'm going to do for you. Definitely. It's, like getting, do it you. Like, it's like getting to watch League One playoffs. Like, you're not watching for a season, are you? You're not interested. You're getting in on this bet or what? No. You're getting in on it. No. <laughs> no, of course I will. You've got it. in the final of the G1. I mean, yeah. You know, I think if anything, like, you know, you make fun of me, but it's new. It's newsworthy and it's, you know, you want to know what's yeah. happening and, you know, it's still the G1 yeah. finals. If it's bad, I want to be able to be informed and telling you it's bad and boring. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would hope things get stepped up for the semis and final, but if it's fucking Okada Naito, honestly. Um, but anyway. Yeah, that's it. I'm bored now. I'm bored of talking about them. Can we move on? Like, to more well, exciting matters like Noah. <laughs> I'll move on They're to Noah. G1 final week. That's how interesting we are. Like, it's crazy. Well, I'd be more worried if you know it. That note, so they were, no, Yokohama Budokan, which I think Stardom did about three and a half thousand, one of the big shows, less than a thousand, dear. A lot of darkness. I imagine the tarp salesman did fucking brilliantly that day because <laughs> they didn't didn't look particularly, but he looked good in terms of no presentation. <laughs> well, it was it was, and I watched the the kind of the thing about Noah is they'll and they did this right the other N ones that we've seen so far. And last year's final was great if you remember the Keno versus Katsuhiko Nakajima story of this. He's won it twice, but it's simpler than this one. There's two blocks, A block and B block, and they've got about eight block matches on each show with and it's it'll start off with like three n1 victory block matches then they'll have a multi-man another couple multi-man and then a couple through to like the main event so none of them are particularly long on on here um as well the, the stuff i did see um i had to watch uh i was i watched katsuhika nakajima versus masakitamiya who were former tag champions you might remember they had a cage match benno a while ago and it was no, Gareth didn't. <laughs> Gareth, do remember? It was one of his matches of the year. I was going to say, JB asking a lot there. It just felt like I, I feel like yeah. I raised with a star lower than everyone else. I don't know. That's, that's no, it was it was a good shit kicking effect. But anyway, it was um, um, Nakajima won that one. So like, it's whether it's interesting about where he gets pushed. But obviously, there's a few other people who aren't there. So no Tim Thatcher. He's he's been replaced by Kenya Okada on there. But you had, um, I watched Satoshi Kojima versus Takeshi Segura, which was sort of good, fun, old fellas, stiff strikes, the usual shit you'd expect. But rather shockingly, Jack Morris. Have you heard of Jack Morris? ICW fame in Scotland. Basically, they did it. Remember they did that open invite in Noah for like wrestlers to send across basically their CV. 
this lad's been picked up and just chucked into an N1 victory tournament. That's <laughs> um, amazing. It's a and I'll say, amazing. That is like, great, that. I watched this because you'd be looking at him going, oh, okay, this looks like, you know, the Wishes version of Drew Drew Galloway. But like, because he looks slightly short, Drew Galloway. He's in good shape. He's got a beard and he's got long black hair. Perfectly fine. Perfectly solid. It's not about like, I thought, you know, <laughs> Kitami is really good. It's whether or not they're going to do a proper push with him. So whether or not they're going to have him. They just haven't beat Muta at the last. I was going to say, is Muta still in in, in, in nowhere? Retirement run, isn't he? He's on his retirement run, but... Again? I, <laughs> mm, I'm fucking suspect about it. I don't... I'm I'm really not expectant about it. But, it, you know, you've got Kaito Kiyomiya in there. Who you'd hope is going to be pushed towards the top end on here. But, yeah, Jack Morris, sublime every time. He's got written on his knee pad on there. E1 with the shock victory. Um, E1 with a kind of pedigree into a power bomb um, on it, and it was, yeah, it was perfectly fine. I didn't see anything on the on this opening day that was above like kind of three and a half stars. It was perfectly solid, no entertainment, old men, but they just sort of had lots and lots of block matches. So a lot of this stuff was over in like ten minutes, and the rest of it. Oh. I will say actually, G1 front. I did see Zack Saber Junior beat Evil in like a minute forty. That was kind of fun. As well, because <laughs> they attacked him like before the match had started happening. Um, no, I'm yeah. interesting to hear about that, Jack Morris. Um, yeah, I'm surprised, yeah, considering I would have thought like AC Slater had been the, uh, the wrestler of the group, but good to see his. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop paying those jokes. <laughs> Mikey's encouraging me in the chat. Um, it's wild, that's <laughs> it's a wild story that they've done it, yeah. It, 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 but it's at the same time, you know. You don't buy a ticket, you don't win the lottery. Good luck to him. Exactly, yeah. Like, for putting himself out there and actually... And do you know what? He was fine. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's not... If he was the second coming, we would have known much more about Jack Morris by now. Did he go in there and embarrass himself? Absolutely not. He was he yeah. was absolutely fine. He'll learn a lot on this trip. He has a good look. There's good obviously rough around the edges and stuff, and it's throwing someone into the deep end. But do you know what? He's... He goes out there and just says, I'm just going to learn from this. I'm just going to get myself in there. I'm going to work my socks off. Good luck to him. JP, I'm big on that. never fault him for that. Yeah. Laying on the fly, get through out there. Yeah. If you make mistakes, yeah, I'm How big do on they... that. Great stuff. How did you learn otherwise? Yeah. Properly? I mean, Adam Page, for me, is like Hangman Page is one of the great examples of where G1 really started to build him up. Like before then, it was like, I remember there being an animal of why is, why is Adam Page in a G1? He's not G1 quality. When that was a thing, Matty, trust me. Yeah. And then he had, a, he had a great tournament. He was just having really good matches, but you could see him just getting better and better and better. And he went, you learn, you learn on the job in high pressure situation with matches coming thick and fast against a variety of different opponents. I mean, yeah. for this Jack Morris, it's when he's in there against your Fujitas and Masakatsu Fanakis and the like. That's when, you know, there's going to be a whole lot of stuff he's going to take from those matches even. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, the attendance for the next day, which I haven't seen for day two, 550, which is in the smaller Edian Arena in Osaka. So how much traction this tournament gets, Christ knows. They'll throw a load of money at it. But yeah, that's that's tournament watch. I haven't seen any stardom this week. Are they, aren't they this the before stardom the, world, on getting before the, the World Cup start? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, say that again, mate. On stardom behind yeah. on getting stuff up, I'm sure. I saw that somewhere. That, like, they are. I mean, time. Connor said in the chat they got the show from the 13th up on there, but I haven't seen the other stuff from there. 
Um, I still wanted to see, the, and I didn't see as well, I wanted to see the Aussie Open versus Christopher Daniels and Yuya Yamura match that was like mm. the final of the New Japan Strong, Strong Tournament. Just to, seeing Aussie Open in that position where they, you know, got a New Japan tag belt for crying out loud is a, yeah. is kind of like a big deal. JP, as you say, it's tournament season. We've got the women's tag team tournament starting on Raw. We're starting, we've got the trios <laughs> tournament as well. We're, it's tournament around the world, mate. What's going on? When I mean you starting a Raw recap podcast, Matty, I think it's coming. Oh, we'll do that. That'd be fucking great, Dad. No, thanks. The trios tournament is up there with the, I discovered this on the TV at the weekend, yeah. putting it on, like, uh, you know, just checking on my phone. I was like, what's this European championship that's on? And it's just like, of all the other sports, bar athletics, and some of the main <laughs> ones, rowing, table tennis. I was like, ah, yeah. we're just creating another sports tournament, are we? For this uh, tournament. Yeah. It's like the Commonwealth Games and the World <laughs> Athletics Championships. Fuck's sakes. Never yeah. ends, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Not for you, mate. Uh, and I imagine... Oh. You know, on that note, you're going to uh, spend a lot of this week, uh, JP, and I throw it out there. It's your, uh, it's your birthday on Thursday, mate. What have you, uh, what have you got planned? Friday. That's more, uh, more. Oh, is it Fridays or on Friday? Friday. No weekend show this week, folks, or not one with no, JP. No. I was going to say, I, you're not allowed I, to no, do is it. Is it Thursday? I, I think you might be right. It is Thursday. <laughs> it is Thursday. It's your birthday. I really <laughs> should have known that. I genuinely <laughs> didn't remember when my birthday was. You're on my calendar, mate. That's what I do. <laughs> I think that's it. I think I'm just fucking dying at this point. What am I doing for it? Yeah, um, what are you doing? Well, I'm more happy because the flat is let out for the day. Nice. The that's kind of, there will come a point where I'll have to change some sheets and stuff like that. Oh. Outside of it, not too much, I don't think, necessarily on the, the Saturday, Sunday, go for a, um, a nice drink. And then the Sunday, we're off to, um, we're coming down to Rev Pro. Mm. So we're going to be down there for the day as well for that. So that that's going to be still, a lot of fun. Uh, in FPL terms, yellow flag for that. But hopefully I'll be able to buy it. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> So yeah, you got to wait. Yeah, hopefully you'll be you'll be there for that. That'd be, be awesome if you are. I know there's all the train difficulties and the rest of it. There's that, and then I don't know really what else we're going to be doing. I don't know. I haven't really. I'm useless with this. We're, we're going to Bista Village tomorrow. If you don't know if you know this, it's the outlet store near here. Going to the Nike nice. outlet store nice to get some birthday like trainers. Is that like the Cheshire Oaks? Yeah, that was it. Would be, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love a bit of that stuff. Oh, Can't believe it. You can, oh, awesome for that as well. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for my uh, my brother's order me an, a, a, another, a, well, basically a, a white t-shirt version of the uh, Rick Rude one that ended up in a pink's colours wash a while back and just went to fucking <laughs> piss. So I've got that to arrive. But yeah, Amazing. I don't really know. I mean, not much else until the weekend, but then it's more like the other weekend. So I think the 27th, I found out tonight, it's before recording, I got a ticket for the Arsenal-Fulham game. So I'm nice. pleased to be able to go along there to the uh, stadium. Mate's season ticket holder. He normally goes with his brother, so he's got a ticket for us there. Awesome. Um, what else have I got going on? I'm, I'm, this is quite – not exactly exciting radio content for this. I mean, you've listened to a lot um, of things, to be fair. Like, it I, like a I think too. going up to Liverpool then, yes. I think getting up there getting up there for that GCW show. got to get down, What's the name of that comedy club you mentioned, Matty? The hot, hot, hot Water. Yeah. Hot Water Comedy Club. Matty's a very aware of Paul Smith. Yeah, a great, we great. Th- have a spare, don't we, to GCW, Matt? We need to talk about that. We might be able to uh, sort JPLs at least with Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, need, yeah. I need to get one for my girlfriend as well. So that one, that one, that one is integral. He says, talking about this live on a podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk that out. Sorry, guy. Forgot where we were then. <laughs> that happens all the time. 
And it's just like, oh dear, is this the week where it all goes horribly wrong? You start like shouting Matty's address out live on air, organising, sending DVDs. Imagine you did get a few stalkers out of it, mate. I'd be flattered. <laughs> Find a few of those. Depends, depends who it is, JP. Uh, yeah, if it's some well, bloke watching you get changed in the window. It's not <laughs> well, with all that said, obviously, yeah, you know, we wish you a happy birthday. I'm sure people are. Thank uh, you. Of course, JP. Well. All the best. You know, you 44, man. Deserve it, mate. Ah, 44 years. Well, mate, it, it won't Don't be like it, Gareth's like six days older and he's spent yeah. in Amsterdam. Amsterdam, so, yeah. <laughs> he's he's living it. his best life. Well, he can't go to gig. He can't go to gigs every fucking weekend, can he? Yeah, eventually, there's a few of them got to run out. Well, with, with that said, I'll uh, like I say, you're uh, you're definitely uh, orange flagged at the very least for uh, any weekend show duties this week, mate. There either won't be one, or maybe oh. I'll even drag Matty in. But we'll uh, we'll talk off air. Yeah. We'll figure all that out. Uh, my a weekend show. We'll see. Just throwing ideas out there. Also, there's we've just found, only found out as we want to go on air. Cruise, yeah, care of the podcast and there's WWE financials coming out tomorrow as well. So, uh, might yeah. be a brand new update coming if uh, more hush money, shit. yeah, yeah, it might be uh, coming this week. But yeah, we got out of them numbers ones, Benno. <laughs> I know we'll save that for uh, yeah, well, he's proper, he's proper he who should not be named territory with Vince now, isn't oh, it? At this point, yeah. just it could be interesting that tomorrow could be what they say and what they don't say on the conference calls, Vince, so, who. Might is well, what they uh, say. No idea you're talking about. Don't know who the bloke is. Oh, yeah, he did work for us for a bit. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, you might get some audio from us on that. We'll see. Uh, I'll news where the it is. But yeah, other than that, five to one uh, coming uh, in the week mm-hmm. as well. We'll be recording on there tomorrow with Liam. But yeah, I think that's it, JP. Is that everything? That's it. I think that's, that's everything on there. Otherwise, Patreon shows, patreon.com forward slash grapple. And Matty, any plugs from you? I don't know the answer is yes. Yeah, just the uh, the twisted as usual, eh, boys. Oh, Matthew had his eighty-six, some... and hang on, you've done some audio recently. I thought you were promoting your wedding there, mate. Oh yeah, that's it. You've got a just, just giving list is what you should put out there. Like. <laughs> uh, just get a really no, fancy you know John you know, Lewis list. Come on. Well, do you know what? Do you know what we're actually we're actually doing? I forgot to mention it about the wedding. Do you know what we're actually going to do? We're actually uh, putting it on Zoom so like the family can watch it. So oh, obviously, that's you nice, know. Yeah. If you want to watch it, Ben, and, and yourself... Can you we live stream it on the Patreon for money? Well, <laughs> can, we, can we mention that when I told him? He was like, are they going to be, have a word to say? Well, I don't know. We're probably, what, probably would not, but... what would a proper worker do at his wedding? He'd be working, it wouldn't he? He'd realise a few extra quid. Well, a little donation button go for you, Matt. You know, we'll get you to... Oh, I'll, 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 I'll be it all back, and of course, you know what I mean? Like, any little helps, uh, Tesco, the Tesco mansion, any, every little helps according to this wedding, like, but, um, yeah. no, but that's what we're doing, just, um, you know, I forgot to mention that before, but yeah, no, I, I didn't mention I was on the Mushy Matches. That, Not on the public one, podcast. only on the Patreon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I was on that a couple of weeks back talking about uh, Roman v. Brock, it was in correlation with the SummerSlam one, which mm. uh, Kieran and uh, Mark didn't realise, they didn't think of that, but it just worked well, do you know what I mean, at yeah. the time. So, yeah, and it was good. It was good fun with the lads and, um, you know, really enjoyed talking yeah. about the matches, you know, Ben, you know, you did all, what I'm about, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was great. It was really, um, really good uh, talking with the guys. So, um, but yeah, that's it, mate. Brilliant, yeah. So check that out. And yeah, obviously, yeah, Kieran and Mark are doing great work over there. They're loads of uh, great yeah. things yeah. with their other podcasts as well. So yeah, check them out. Look for Matty. And then, yeah, for us, for Spotlight, we'll be back next week. That's it. For us, for another show. Catch you again then. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.